0: Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling With Fetish. I'm here yet again, and uh, we haven't shot anything today, but it's kind of an important day anyway because we just had a late comer show up to the house um for shoots that are gonna go on tomorrow and the day after good friend of mine i've been shooting with her for oh my god uh, many many years now uh the beautiful and talented misty lovelace hey and misty was like i haven't done a fucking podcast with you in a while like what's wrong with me (laughs) and and i'm like nothing wrong i just didn't realize that we hadn't done one in a while so this is gonna be our our catch-up uh game with misty but also we're gonna just kind of free ball it and see where we go. Yeah. Uh first off, I need to ask you how you're doing, um what you've been shooting lately. Uh I know you told me you've been kinda having a slowdown. But uh what you know, catch catch everybody up on what you're up to.
1: I guess my goal this year was just to work out as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Try to catch up with my old body. Mm (laughs) My pre twenty twenty body.
0: Well you look lovely as always. (laughs) Thank you.
1: Um, Let's see. What if I am shooting? Wrestling and spanking.
0: Nice.
1: And um, I'd love to get back into travel modeling.
0: Like print stuff or like pinup? Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: I would do both.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah. No, I, I... Every time someone orders a custom with you they always send me the same i think you did like a penthouse thing yeah and you were on the cover I was on the cover yeah and they always <laughs> send me that shot like when is misty coming and i'm like yep i i know the photo <laughs> that's that's yeah it would be great to see you doing There's that a again. whole bunch and so you've amazing. also you also do a lot of uh i think you said you were doing like um not, art- not artistic but when someone draws you what yeah
1: about? i post for art classes
0: there you go yeah and you've always been very kind of comfortable with nudity like i feel like you're oh, yeah. kind of a natural nudist
1: i was more comfortable nude than in clothes
0: like all always <laughs> i i had a i had random memories i was like I, oh we were talking the other night we were like uh, i think it was my friend mia who were talking about like nudity in the house she's like are you are you comfortable i'm like i'm so so, oh, like, I
1: wouldn't have even asked.
0: So but I'm so jaded now. Like, people, yeah, we've had girls like we did a fire pit the other month and it was like six girls just kind of frolicking around right. naked and I'm just sitting there having fun. We have the own. perfect backyard for it. Yes. It was a great night. Thank you, Indica. Well. <laughs> Indica totally she's she's the 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 fire pit nude fairy. Um, but uh, but yeah, so you just went to London as well.
1: Yeah, for and,
0: spanking content. Mhm. Yeah. And how was that?
1: It was good. Um, let's see. Anything notable? Oh, I went, I saw Dita Von Teese. Yeah, we just happened to uh, be in London together. Holy shit. Yeah, she traveled, I mean, she tours everywhere, mm. but we just happened to, that was the beginning of her tour. Where,
0: where Where did you guys meet up, or where did you see her?
1: Well, I, I didn't meet her personally, okay. but I was like maybe six rows from the front. Of the stage what is she what, at the Palladium
0: oh nice it was what, beautiful what is I have no idea what her shows are like what does she do it burlesque it's
1: burlesque yeah um so now that she's Queen B, she can like basically hire as many burlesque dancers as she wants to like fill in in between her you know more showy classical slow burlesque stripping it's like more about her wearing Like, just lots of gems. It's all crystals. Everything's beautiful. I'd have a lot more photos, but during halftime, this dominatrix lady came by and was harassing the two people next to me and made them delete their photos oh, and it was because I had been taking photos the whole time and so I was like trying to hide my phone and she's like no no you delete your photos too so I go through and I delete them and she's like no give me your phone and then she went into my recently deleted photos and deleted just like hordes and hordes of photos wow I mean it was my fault that we all three
0: got caught I didn't
1: I didn't know that they wouldn't do that
0: that's pretty excessive I I wouldn't have taken
1: as many photos
0: (laughs) I've never experienced that I think the the worst I ever saw was we went not worst but I mean I understood we went to go see a comedian the the comedian Dave Chappelle at this huge amphitheater and they were like literally like if if we see you catching and taking a single photo you're out
1: Wow! They kick even, you out. They'll kick
0: you out. Oh my god! God, uh, they
1: didn't kick me out.
0: Yeah, and then the the other thing is, if you heckled, like if you if you uh, if you said something to the to the stage, out. And mm. there was like two girls next to me who kept yelling stuff at them, and I was like, "You guys need to shut the fuck up." And with, <laughs> I think they got two things in that they yelled out drunkenly, and boom, this huge bouncer was like, "You gotta go." And they were like, "You with them?" I'm like, "Hell no, 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 no! Don't know who they are." Like, don't. but. <laughs> That's awesome. But what did you do in London? Did you get to, like, just kind of sightsee?
1: Um, I did that. I saw the London Eye, and I went to the British Museum and saw um, old Egyptian antiquities and Greek statues. I think you
0: could spend, like, three days in that place.
1: There was a lot of people, so Mm -hmm. you're kind of just running around trying to take photos with people in it yeah <laughs> or at least i packed all three of these things in the same day so.
0: oh jesus christ <laughs> yeah no i went to the i think it was the <laughs> is it the natural museum of Britain or england or it's the one that has like uh a little bit of everything right and it was all like the natural earth stuff and it took me i think like eight hours and i don't think That's i saw so anything. cool yeah it's a lot of shit I was, it's like the one in New York too. It's fucking like you got to go sp- spread it out across like three days. It's the British
1: lot. Museum was pretty small, I think. Hmm. It was. Um, I mean, they had lots of antiquities, but like I saw all of the rooms in maybe two. Maybe I'm mistaken for the
0: New York one. And there was one I saw in Egypt that was like huge. That mm-hmm. was a lot. Like it's just all mummies, basically. But it was mm-hmm. like so much to see. Um, but I saw your content in London. It was. I was looking through your Twitter, and it was very interesting because like. Um, this is actually a good topic because I was talking about it with Faith uh, earlier because I was showing her I was bragging on you a little bit Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, (laughs) I was like you gotta work with Misty next time he comes (laughs) through." but um, uh, it was a scenario where you guys were like schoolgirls it looked like Mm -hmm. and it looked like an actual schoolhouse and it was like an older lady who was like the the teacher Mm -hmm. and there was spankings and I think you ended up kind of like top top, bottomless at the end or something like that Mm -hmm. Um, and my question to you I mean it's and I know the answer, but I, I, I like to ask this because, you know, when you deal with, like, the, to a lot of people, that's taboo, you know, because it's like sure. you're pretending to be like a younger you know, school <laughs>
1: Well, in our scripts, we're actually college students.
0: Oh, Yeah. okay.
1: Yeah, we're just wearing uniforms.
0: Okay. With pigtails. Yeah. No, but I mean, like. Yeah.
1: We I, just all happen to look young. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. That's what it was. I think as Faith was like, they look really young. Um, but it was a really cool setup and it, it like, I'm not into spanking at all, but it looked really cool. It oh like...
1: yeah. It's really neat getting to act in a setting that's like the environment that the script is made for. Um, it was a lot, I've shot for them a bunch of times and mm. it's always fun. Um,
0: were all the other girls like from local or? Uh,
1: a lot of them are flown in. oftentimes they bring in British gals, um, and the doms, there's, they always them in so it's always older lady doms that they want uh, to be the school teachers or mm-hmm. the you know the disciplinarians uh, it, it's a lot of fun uh, it though, like a blast. though it's very grueling it depends on how many girls are there mm-hmm. uh, sometimes there's like 10 girls and you're shooting like all of your spanking scenes are spread out mm-hmm. but if it's just me and another girl which I've done I had to shoot like it was like 15 spanking scenes basically in a row, <laughs> like, and Jesus, what's your they, what's your pain
0: tolerance on that?
1: Um, I handled it fine. Uh, my ass has been black. More than a number of times from
0: it. Well, you got uh, the spanking booty. Because, yeah, I've I've yes. gotten requests to do spanking stuff with you. I'm like, I really don't. I mean, I'll do a couple. But, like, uh, uh, yeah. some guys want to get a wrestling clip and then do, like, five minutes of wrestling and 20 minutes of just spanking. And
1: like, yeah, the spanking people are really into long spanking scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, they shoot from multiple camera angles. So it seems like your spanking scenes could be cut in half, right? And then you splice them together sure. and it would be, you know, this long amount of time. But they don't do that they it's like it's gonna be nearly 20 minutes of full spanking
0: jesus christ yeah, yeah. It,
1: it's pretty intense um i'm I, lazy
0: i'll be like i'll just do release one version from this angle another version from that angle. exactly
1: i don't know why they don't do that they I, just keep
0: just cutting back from different angles and stuff
1: yeah okay and they shoot them both at the same time and it all comes out looking good like your quality and their quality is all they're both good. Um, well, great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you. Um, no, uh, yeah, I've always wondered the, the pain. Um... I'm not
1: sure why it's, they shoot it that long. Um, I'm not sure.
0: Well, we talked a lot last time about your own kinks and your own upbringing in terms of the community and, like, you know, what you were into. Um, How does spanking figure into your list of kinks? Is it something that you just do for the money or is it something that you kind of enjoy as well? I
1: must enjoy it. A little bit, a little
0: (laughs) bit, right? Like, yeah.
1: Um, I enjoy it in my personal life, too. as far as, like, this scenario, though, it's not sexual for me because it's such a long, grueling type of day. Mm-hmm. Or at least the last time when it was just me and another girl. Um, but it's how I wish I had been disciplined instead as a kid. Mm-hmm. I was... Much more in an abusive situation where I would, like, get punched in the head and stuff. Oh, Jesus. Or, like, I was a good kid. I didn't even need to be disciplined. (laughs) Like, but, you know, um, a big part of the spanking, or at least this one particular person that buys, like, huge customs Mm -hmm. of the spanking producer, um, he loves the ritual of it. And... Like I the set
0: up and the lead in and all that mm-hmm,
1: stuff. Yeah. And he likes the anticipation and there's like a whole storyline and voiceovers and it's like there's a lot more than just the spanking that he likes. Mm-hmm. And I guess I also like the ritual um, because, you know, I was stuck in an abusive situation. Like it was always erratic. Like if I did something bad and I knew that my consequence was going to be spanking, then you know that's easier to handle, but I never knew how anything would happen in my that's household.
0: interesting that's interesting. I never looked at it that way um, yeah, yeah, and I, I mean i've talked to so many other models that are into the spanking, and it's it's a mixture of the emotional mm-hmm. feel of it, but also, like you said the ritual, but of course, there's that pain pleasure of it when you're getting spanked and mm-hmm. um, i didn't think of it as an alternative to like how you wish you would have. In discipline, that's very interesting. Um, yeah. I'm sorry you went through that. <laughs>
1: no, no, it's okay. I Clearly, I have a high pain tolerance. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the other girl I was shooting with was having. She was a Spanko, and she was having a hard time getting through all the scenes. They had like given me maybe one or two less scenes, and I said, "Go ahead and just make it even," it's because I felt
0: bad for her. She just didn't like it, or she
1: was like done and real crying like halfway through.
0: <laughs> is that something that's not celebrated if it's like no? A- they like to see tears. Oh shit! So they were like, "This is good," but also.
1: Yeah, it's real spanking. Yeah.
0: I mean I get it. I've seen people um uh, when you enter I guess what you would call subspace, you mm-hmm. know, when you see some some girls do that, but mostly I the first time I ever saw someone go into subspace it was a friend of mine who was literally giving this kid and he looked like a kid. He looked like he was no older than like seventeen, eighteen years old. And he hired her for a session and he was just pounding on him and like <laughs> shots to the face, punches to the chest, Woo! stomach punches, and he was bawling. Oh. And I'm talking about crying like a child and mm-hmm. I was in the corner like, What the like my eyes were wide. What's happening? And I had no context. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, is he liking this? Like I'm talking Christy etzel was yeah. there. I was like, is he enjoying this? And she's like, Yeah, this is his thing and, but he was crying, heaving like, uh, 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 and I felt bad for him, and after yeah. they were done, he was like, that was the best session ever, and I was like, okay, I need to learn more about this shit. Cause... I've never been into a substance
1: that far.
0: Yeah, uh, he was. He definitely knew what he wanted, and, and she gave it to him, but I was like, I, if I, someone accidentally grazes me, I get pissed off, so... <laughs>
1: Well, I mean for me it's not even necessarily the spanking that's sexual, it's just the feeling after, like the throbbing and the like there's blood rushing and it's like lots of adrenaline. Mm-hmm. It's like not necessarily getting spanked.
0: It's the like I I've been I, I got I dabbled in flogging for a while, so mm-hmm. yeah, there's that aftercare thing at the end right. where your endorphins are fucking going crazy yeah. and you feel very like like you said, like that warm and tingly aftermath and it's good oh
1: here's another one so i if i'm told i'm a bad girl in combination with spanking it makes it puts me in a terrible emotional place i like cry a lot (laughs) but if i'm told i'm a good girl and i get good girl spankings then it's like totally different for me
0: interesting yeah
1: it's a very like emotional thing
0: that's well that's that's a good topic there. Well, I'm not really a topic, but it's a, it's an interesting subtopic because mm-hmm. like I I feel like trigger words are such a huge part of what we do. Mm-hmm. And we don't really talk about it a whole lot. Like it's
1: we, most of it I
0: feel like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, for language is
1: huge.
0: Take it back to the wrestling stuff. Like I just do what I'm told when it comes to customs that I approve, but there's so many <clears throat> themes that are like across the board where it's it's always very nurturing, like the, the the, dialogue. It's you know, I think you did a video with Anastasia where you both were doing sleepers and the guy was like, she has to say good night, little girl or or sweet dreams, baby girl and stuff like that. And like mm-hmm. it was very like a nurturing, he didn't want the girl to be like, gosh, I betch he just wanted <laughs> to be like, Oh, it's okay, you're gonna go to bed now. And like mm-hmm. he was like, If they don't do that, it ruins it. Yeah. Like if they're too aggressive, it ruins it. Um yeah. when I get hired to, to to like if you and I were to do a match I never get asked to be misogynistic. Like mm-hmm. it's always like, oh no, you. I want you to respect her and like you know crack jokes and everything, but don't, don't you know, don't say something like, yeah, you lower, you know, member of the genders or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I mean
1: to add to that, um, there's like trigger words that I have where I guess a normal person might see it. So like I guess my example is I don't mind being called like a cum slave. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of hot. But there's it feels like the
0: submissive side of you. Right. Mm-hmm. But
1: then there's other things, like I wouldn't want to be called, like, a bitch, or... Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of negative things, but, you know, um, I guess a normal person would think that a cum slut or a cum would slave be worse, would yeah. be worse, but I'm, I'm fine with that, but I... No bitch. No bitch. <laughs> That's going to turn me into a bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I think we did one with Anastasia, but like I said, it was so nurturing where she was like, ninety nine night bitch, you know, but it wasn't <laughs> like, she wasn't like calling you like a bitch bitch, but it right. was, it's all about tone and stuff like that. Yeah. I had one pro wrestler who didn't want to be called a jobber because in the world of pro wrestling, a jobber is for a lot of, I mean, in our world, the jobber is like almost like a term of like like oh my god i'm a jobber like i'm really good at losing but it's so
1: fun <laughs> it's so much fun
0: but a pro wrestler right like. in the rankings of, of terminology if you okay so for those of you who don't know you probably do and i'm repeating stuff you already know but in, in pro wrestling if you're a heel you're the bad guy mm. if you're a baby face or a face you're the good guy who has a good chance of winning and you're like the Hulk Hogan. you come out and you high five all the kids they love you if you lose they're like no but if you're a jobber, you are literally the guy they hired to lose. No one knows your name. Like yeah. you're basically worthless. You're there to make that other person look good and then they give you your money and yeah. you go home.
1: Yeah. I've been in that position a lot, and I like it, <laughs> but I've also gotten hurt a lot because of it.
0: Oh, the uh in terms of just being asked to to lose the entire time or
1: Well, you know, if you're Uh, scripted to lose there's no reason for it to be like highly competitive or like you know trying to hurt each other but some people I'll say some actresses don't seem to get that which you know is fine but you know I've injured accidentally before
0: and well, yeah, it was necessary. this is during like semi-competitive stuff or
1: um a lot of them were scripted
0: oh okay yeah was it like grapple based or like pro style
1: um let's see i've gotten two black eyes from getting punched in the nose oh my god um all of the angles were wrong <laughs> i was like on the ground and the girl like struck upward while i was like lifting and then the camera was to the side mm-hmm. like looking at us both directly rather than being behind one of our backs where it could be implied but like it looked fake from that angle until she hit me <laughs> or my most recent injury was a knee injury um the girl sat on my knee and my kneecap popped Oof! and so i still feel some pain from that and that was like a year and a half ago um i had my toenail cracked in half i was
0: just you know i still i i mean <laughs> that i'm kind with of you stuff. i'm with you i still have like a shoulder or neck injury that to this day like i can't only turn my head so far if it's bad yeah but if i go into the sauna for like a couple hours it feels or for a couple minutes mm, not hours helps i would so die <laughs> but heat helps but yeah no i've you do get hurt doing this stuff i we were talking about this earlier, but yeah, you um, you gravitate towards working with us because we do things a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say is the difference between? I mean, I don't want to try and blow smoke up my ass, but <laughs> but just let's say another company that, that would do it our way. You know, what, um, what is it that makes you feel comfortable?
1: All of the good wrestling producers I've worked for will will like have a list of the moves we're doing, and we practice them mm-hmm. and. Then they film like it's not all just all in front of camera, trying to get as much as possible
0: within the time. At, you and you've shot with companies. I mean, we don't have to name any, but um, I've heard stories of like they just give you a script and they're like okay, when I come back, like just do this, you know. And you're yeah. like, I don't even know what the fuck these moves are. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, let's see. Well, I I got a good producer from the beginning, so I knew a lot of the moves and like started working with other producers from there. Mm-hmm. But I would say that the difference is, you know, getting to practice the moves first or not. Yeah. Um, just taking that little bit of extra time to like fluidly go through sections and seeing a video as a, a project rather than just trying to get a clip out as fast as possible. Like that allows a lot more time to, you know, be safe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I mean not get injured. First thing I uh, I got into when I started doing this was obviously learning the pro moves, but also learning how to like block for camera and making sure that you're far enough from somebody if you're doing a punch or Mm -hmm. if you're doing a jab to the face, make sure there's like you know five six inches of space and and you know and if you're gonna take a fall, make sure that you have something to fall on, you know.
1: That extra six inches of space between a fist and your face is feels great.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And uh, is there any since we were talking about the spanking? um, Is there anything? In the pro wrestling uh, side of things that appeals to you, like in terms of your your submissive side, is there like, you know, because I know a lot of uh, people who their whole submissive side is pro wrestling or, you know, I like getting my hair pulled during a move or I like getting squeezed.
1: I like being dominant. Oh, okay. (laughs) But I also like losing, you Mm -hmm. know, it's both fun. I like wrestling, um, but I'm not competitive. So fantasy really appeals to me. Yeah. Because I get like best of both worlds.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been asked to do, and you guys keep asking me to do real cat fights, and I'm like, I can, I, I can't. Oh
1: I yeah, just... I've been injured in cat fights too, but and they stopped the fight because I was bleeding and like my mole was ripped off on my boob, and I was bleeding. and... <laughs> I didn't know. There was so much adrenaline going that I, like, didn't even feel pain.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that happened to me the other day. I was shooting, and my I think I just dropped to my knee the wrong way, and I had an old uh, cut there. And mm-hmm. uh, I guess it had you know, he- healed over, but not enough, so it, it kind of scabbed the thing. got yeah. Suddenly, the girl's like, cut. You have blood coming out of your knee. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, I didn't even feel it, though, because you're like, blood right. is pumping and stuff. But, right. uh, but yeah, no, like, um, I... I'm really glad that you enjoy what we do because like we really try to make it that it, to, like you don't have to wake up worrying like oh shit am I going to get injured today mm-hmm. am yeah I gonna, is, is one, <laughs> like is one of the girls going to be super competitive and try to actually make me tap and shit like that and yeah we cut all that shit off at the door we're like no like you're if you're gonna lose you're gonna lose if you're gonna win you're gonna win um, we've had some girls that are very uh, very picky about how their images so mm-hmm. i Several girls in the last couple of years where I had to stop working with them because they were like, I, I don't want to lose anymore. Mm-hmm. And if you are, if you are like a dominant heels type, I get it. Like you know, if you're like six foot five, muscle, you know, badass, <laughs> yeah. and you're you know covered in tats, and you have a cool like heel look, I'd be like, all right, I can hire you as a permanent heel. But if you're like a cute baby face, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to book you because right. you know, like you have an much adorable, easier to yeah. be a switch. <laughs> you have a very good dominant approach but you also have a very good submissive kind of feel so like half the customs i get with you are you losing
1: see i came into the finish industry just wanting to act so Mm -hmm. i was fine with like all kinds of rules
0: (laughs) i still don't get it i mean i i I respect anyone who who only wants to win in their matches because they have an image that they need to uphold but at the same time man you're cutting yourself off from like a lot of work because Mm -hmm. a lot of these guys want to see especially if you're cute you know they want to see you lose and Mm -hmm. uh But like you said, I see it's more of acting than it is.
1: Right. Though, so I can ask you this. Yeah. yeah. Lots of semi-competitive and competitive matches are competitive, but they don't pay extra. Mm -hmm. So why would I try to win? (laughs) I would have to be a competitive person already to like care
0: about winning. Yeah.
1: For no extra money. Yeah, and there's
0: some there's some models in and the no extra
1: pay for injuries. Yeah, mind there's, you.
0: there's some models and <laughs> no, yeah, they're not going to cover your health costs or whatever if you go no. to the hospital. Um, no, but I've I've there are some models who um, um, I wouldn't say are competitive with what we do, but like I've heard horror stories of like you know they're in a hotel room and they're told like, hey, if you win, I'll give I'll pay you an extra what, $200, 300 something, but the other girl doesn't know this, or they tell the other girl the same thing, so mm-hmm. they end up really going at it. Yeah. And that, I feel, is dangerous. Like, I feel like you could really get, someone could get hurt, and you're yeah. not gonna, you're not a multi-million dollar company that can cover health costs. Can, <laughs> <yeah>. No. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, okay, well. I
1: feel like I've done the opposite of that. I, like, went and found the model that I was gonna go fight, and we got a bonus if it hit a certain time amount so i'm like hey slow down and pace yourself so mm-hmm. we can get the bonus i don't care who wins after that
0: <laughs> yeah but that sounds competitive reasonable?
1: girls aren't like that
0: <laughs> i it's but mostly it's the fans i think it's the fans that exacerbate that stuff like they'll approach the girls on twitter and be like oh my god don't you feel humiliated that you lost to blah 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 and, <laughs> and the girls are like why it's just it's a paid gig dude like yeah you know, you watch Die Hard. I'm sure the guy who throws <laughs> out the building isn't like crying three weeks later, going like, "Oh, I got beaten up by fucking Bruce Willis. Oh. <laughs> How do I live with myself?" <laughs> it's just, I don't know. But in terms of what you've been shooting lately, because since the last time we we, think, uh, we, we um, last time we spoke, I was going to ask you kind of an open question, but like, what are the the shoots and kinks that you've been gravitating more towards? Like, if you so... had a choice to only you know shoot certain things for the next couple of years, like, what would it be?
1: I like goddess type of worship videos. Um, I just like being beautiful mm-hmm. and like model and not necessarily getting beaten up. <laughs> I'm fine with shooting it for other people, but I don't necessarily want to shoot it for myself. And of mm-hmm. course I have. Uh, but I prefer, like, being a beautiful, dominant woman. <laughs> so, oh, um, I really like pet play,
0: too. So... I think we talked about that last time. Yeah. Ago, but, like, kitty play or puppy play or...
1: Yeah, I have my... You're like, yes to both. I have my pet life as a dominant, you know, trainer, mm. handler. So you can be whatever animal you want.
0: <laughs> oh, so you want to be the dominant persona.
1: Mm.
0: Have you... And what... Um, I've never shot anything like that. So what would be a, a typical scenario?
1: Uh, Well, if I'm training, uh, say, a puppy, then Mm -hmm. I would bring along my flogger or my whip or I might ride their back or I might have, like, make them go search for my dirty pantyhose or, you know, fun little treats hidden somewhere. Just, like, putting them into their puppy subspace.
0: Do you prefer male uh, subjects there or female subjects?
1: I mean, I'm always going to prefer women, but Mm -hmm. speaking of pets. Yeah. They're, uh, they're
0: hearing the cut- they're hearing the podcast,
1: but I'm happy with either one um yeah, I have my fet life specifically as a handler
0: interesting yeah i'm, I'm so my fet life now is just uh trying to uh build more of the the jobber stuff that I do, which a lot mm-hmm. of people seem to like but um
1: oh yeah, there's boot licking and stuff that kind of stuff yeah, okay. you can like make in lots of fishes
0: really. But I know that you like, do you prefer dominating women more than men or, or vice versa? or? Is it oh, just...
1: so I prefer dominating men and I prefer being dominated by women.
0: Okay. Yeah. Have so you, I would
1: rather be submissive to a woman.
0: Have you done any pet play where you're the pet or is it always you as a handler?
1: Um, I know I've been a pet by myself for sure.
0: you one of her solo videos and stuff?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, it's fun. I like playing with squeaky toys. It's like really nice to just lose your human body for a little while.
0: <laughs> That's I haven't even, I've never even thought about that. I I, ha, I mean I've had some friends in the lifestyle like community where there was one girl who was just I, I didn't even know she was in a puppy play and we mm-hmm. were at a party. And she just kind of went into full puppy and, like, yeah. came up to me. And, like, I was sitting there, I guess, talking. And she comes up and, like, puts her hands up and, like, you know, oh, starts doing... Pause. Yeah, and starts start doing... Nuzzling. The r- nuzzling. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's happening?
1: You're a new puppy. <laughs> I've never met.
0: <laughs> and she, within, like, five minutes, I'm like, oh, I get it. Let's do this. And it was really fun. She was so cute. um And it's such a harmless, fun kind of yeah. role play. Yeah,
1: it is a fun one.
0: I can see the appeal. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I guess I was for... I- I had a tier rate system, but for spanking, like, I guess heavier training, Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of like cow people and like horse people that wanted to be trained by me.
0: Uh, explain that. I've never heard of the cow. Well, I know I've seen horse play, like as mm-hmm. in like people getting literally hooked up with bridles and, and
1: right um, with their giant hoof feet and, and stuff.
0: And the the, the butt plug tails and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But what about the cows? I've never heard of the cow play.
1: Uh they like to honestly they wanna be livestock. They wanna <laughs> well I guess there's different cows, but uh there's the female cows where the whole milking thing mm-hmm. and like uh, I'm sure there's subsections of it, but with men, it's they want to be ridden, they want to be useful, uh, okay. they want to move around stuff. Yeah,
0: that's, I've, uh, it's there's so much work that goes into some of that too. I, I guess maybe I'm just too lazy, uh, <laughs> to to think about doing it. But it's very interesting. I was at a, a festival. It's it's, it's like basically like a mini Burning Man, mm-hmm. and I had a friend of mine who was like, oh, we're gonna do like this carriage thing. Mm. And me and this other guy worked were, so fun. and they were like power, they were power bottoms and I, oh, come over to this section of the camp, you know, at 12 o'clock and check it out. So I go up there and they are just, I mean, dressed head to toe with the leather and the, <laughs> so cool. the bridles and the, the what you call it, the, the, blinders, uh-huh. yeah, the blinders and the fucking, um, <laughs> yeah, the little like feathers and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they had like the, I mean, all the gear you could imagine for, mm. for, for horse people. And they were. I really want
1: to wanna see some show ponies. That'd be so fun. They kind of looked like that. Yeah.
0: And they were hooked up to this actual working wooden carriage, mm-hmm. and the whole day they were like just, Broken obviously, it. just <laughs> getting a, bu- a bunch of girls they knew to hop on, and they would take them around the entire camp. And just like, so cool. And I, they were like, "You want to ride?" I'm like, "No, I'm just taking pictures of you guys doing this. It's fucking yeah. amazing." <laughs> um But I, I always appreciate the intricacy of that.
1: Oh, so this might go hand in hand for some people. There's also primal play that
0: I'm really interested in,
1: which is also kind of wrestling. Uh,
0: that I do. Okay, so that it's I like
1: kind of a joint between pet play and wrestling. I feel like
0: that is something that. Um, uh, it kind of, in a weird way, ties into the mixed wrestling I've been doing lately that's more sensual. Mm-hmm. Like, we yeah. don't do full-out sexual contact, but we do a lot of, like, the close, like like you said, primal kind of contact. And mm-hmm. um, we were at a, a, a lifestyle convention here in Atlanta, and they had a whole uh, hotel room party that was primal-based.
1: That's fun. Yeah. It's so fun to watch. It was I've a, never been in, like, a group of people doing it. That sounds it intense.
0: It was really interesting. We, uh, we, I mean, we got invited to, to all these little parties, and this one was, like, a huge suite. And so the whole bottom half was just mats on the floor. Mm-hmm. And it was just six or seven couples at the same time in different so sections. So cool. Literally, like, you know, in their underwear, sniffing each other yeah. and, like, rubbing <laughs> faces and, like... Biting. Yeah, biting and grappling. Yeah. And, it was a very interesting uh, show to watch. Yeah. But I would, I would see, now that I would probably enjoy doing just for fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I got... Scha- there's
1: bears out there, and they want to do that. Bears? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's one of everybody. There's dragons. Wow. Uh, yeah, it goes on. That
0: dragon play. Yeah. That would be interesting to see. I know there's, like, the, the penis things that they designed that are, like, the <laughs> dragon gildos and shit yeah. like that, but... <laughs> Oh, my mind is opening right now. <laughs> it's fun thinking of all the animals. Like, what are you guys doing? Praying mantis play. <laughs> <laughs> Just long attachments.
1: <laughs>
0: you could eat the head at the end. I don't know how that works, but
1: that would be fun. Would, like, I would bring in like giantist stuff too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd be a giant praying mantis. <laughs> oh, there's one custom I haven't done yet. Fuck, it just never worked out, but I want to do it where it's the, the, the lion hunting the gazelle. Oh, yeah, I love those. It's I so re- fun. I really want to do something like that. But like every time the guy, if you're listening, please send the script. I'll do it. It's just it. the last few times it didn't work out, but that would be so fucking fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and we've done stuff with the snake, you know, where you're oh, getting yeah. crushed by the snake. and The stuffy. The constriction <laughs> fetish is huge. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, unbeknownst to me, apparently the movie *The Jungle Book* started a whole subsection oh. of, of yeah. a kink porn where it was like, obviously it's not the little boy, mm-hmm. but it's like hot women, you know, hypnotized by the snake. Yeah, and then they're like coiled up, and they're like, you know, their <laughs> eyes are like doing the. Googly. They're doing, like, the hypnotic thing Yeah, in eyes, the swirls. And they're, like, tongue out, like, uh, And, like, they're getting constricted and making all these noises. And I'm just like, man, you can just kink anything out as a child. <laughs> it's
1: true. I remember, let's see, there was a vampire kitty movie. <laughs> I was really into that. Interesting. <laughs> uh, maybe I was just into the biting. I don't know. I'm really into vampires, maybe. But so, I've what, never... Like,
0: like an actual movie movie, or?
1: Yeah, it was a movie I saw as a kid that had, like he would have been like 12 and he was a vampire
0: <laughs> and what was the kitty part of it they oh, were kids the, oh i thought it was a, like a i cat, was a kid like a cat oh no oh okay okay i thought it was like a cat that was a vampire and I'm i've like,
1: never oh. role played it in my personal
0: life though so it's a secret fetish <laughs> yeah, we've done vampire stuff yeah, yeah. we should i need to get back into that we had we had a whole series called the Vampires that was like really popular so i might have to bring that we just got to get like a good set of fangs for somebody yeah and that, that sounds like fun. Um, anything else that you, you've been really enjoying as of late or have been for a while? or? Mm,
1: I do a lot of yoga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you do a lot of videos, uh, like yoga videos, for sale? or?
1: I should. I've done a few. I'm trying to get better. Mm-hmm. I feel like those videos, it, girls are really flexible. I'm working on it. I'm getting there. I'm well, working yeah. on all my old wrestling injuries.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that if you guys hear clicking in the back, it's probably not too loud, but it's one of the dogs that's chewing on a bone, so please excuse them. Um, but they're having a good time, so I'm not going to stop them. Uh, so there's nothing wrong with your your car stereo or whatever the fuck you're listening to. Um, but uh, I feel like like I personally, like I have so many, I'm, I, I don't have any fetishes. Like I've always wondered if I did, because for men it's very natural to have fetishes as opposed mm-hmm. to most of the women that i've met don't really have like hardcore fetishes it's always mm-hmm. like a million kinks and i've always yeah, kinda, yeah i guess i
1: feel that way lots of
0: kinks because
1: willing to explore
0: well because like fetish is something that kind of has to happen for you to have that complete experience
1: yeah it has to have like well it may not be the case but like some kind of repetition
0: mm-hmm.
1: and some things just don't come up organically Unless you're seeking them out.
0: Yeah, and you gotta talk to your partner and stuff like that and you're yeah. like, Let's try this but like yeah, like I knew one guy who would only come if he was like being squeezed in a scissors or something. Like he liked Dang. legs, he liked pantyhose. So specific. It's and like, I, I mean, I get it and I, but I also, and I feel like I envy it, but I don't at the same time. Cause yeah. like, is it that easy to get off? Like the guys who like will lick, like, I don't know, hold your feet yeah. and come in their pants, you know, yeah. just by looking at your feet. Yeah. It's kind of like, I, I, I feel like that's kind of, that, that, that would be nice to just be able to like, it's that easy to just be like, Oh God, you know? <laughs> yeah. But also I kind of enjoy not having that instant. You yeah. Know,
1: it's nice to have some emotional depth there too.
0: But there's many kinks. So like you doing yoga would be, I'm sure, hot to people who like yoga pants and like the sports top look and, yeah. you know, especially if you're doing a lot of deep bends. Oh,
1: here's a different one. So mm-hmm. I guess I've always considered myself like a love addict. So I guess that could be a fetish.
0: And how does that work?
1: Well, it's also a fetish on clips for sale, actually. But since I'm polyamorous, um, I feel like a lot of polyamorous people go into relationships uh, sexually first, mm-hmm. but I am all about emotions and sure. want to like really feel maybe not in love with, but like the chance to be in love with someone mm-hmm. is a big deal for
0: me. Keep talking. I'm just kidding. And so yeah, I think we're done with bone time. With this <laughs> we're going to take <laughs> see. This away for a second.
1: Maybe. Love addicts. Um, um so I like wait, a, so is it
0: like a, an attraction to just the, that just connection?
1: I think so like i'm I'm driven sexually by knowing that the relationship could go into love
0: mm-hmm. yeah interesting that's new well, I mean not new not, I'm not new versus
1: a lot of well i have, I guess I also call myself demisexual, which so is you have to have the emotional feelings to feel sexual, mm-hmm. um so I guess I call myself a demisexual polyamorous person.
0: I feel that way too. I think that's one of the reasons I never became like one of those people who went out looking for one night stands.
1: Yeah. Or like swinger couples which I wish I felt that way because it sounds like a lot of fun.
0: But... We've talked to a lot of swingers on the show too. Yeah. and um,
1: I really envy them but I I wouldn't... Yeah,
0: wow. I, I went to a swingers club one late, late night, and then we got invited to this like private party, and it was fun to watch, you know. Yeah. But it wasn't like
1: more of a voyeur about that too.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't like sexually exciting. I was just more like, wow, this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. The people are really into this, and you know, you admire someone's tactics or techniques. You're like,
1: oh, good job. Oh, I've actually mentioned in a, one of the old podcasts that I wouldn't do an orgy, but if it was all female, I would. So I guess there's like exceptions. Interesting. <laughs> Like I wouldn't go to an orgy if men were there. Mm
0: We did a whole episode with Paisley. I don't know if you work, yeah. you work with Paisley, right? Mm-hmm. And she was telling me about how she, had, I hope it was Paisley, uh, <laughs> but I think it was, uh, where she, she had to help set up and run, like, orgies at Burning Man and stuff like that. Okay. And,
1: like, the... I didn't know they had orgies. Makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. And she said there was a whole system, like, you had to work. i surprised
1: none of the documentaries I've watched mentioned that. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> Some they... glory holes.
0: <laughs> she actually threw a glory hole party, too, but no. that wasn't at Burning Man. That was, like, at someone's house or something like that, and they they retro... Or they they basically set up their garage to be like kind of a glory hole yeah. room or something, and I was like, I'd
1: be totally for it if I'm in a room full of people that are for it, but it's like, how does that happen? <laughs> how do I get invited? Or do I want to be invited? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
0: like, do you want to do that with people that you don't know first, or like I? <laughs> I'm like you, where right? I feel like there has to be a connection before anything sexual. Like,
1: I would never go alone. Like, if I was going with an emotional partner, maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be a lot easier to go.
0: I I've uh, there's been this perfect storm of of situations in my life that have led me to be a producer that doesn't come across as creepy and mm-hmm. i'm not trying to say that as like a boastful thing i mean you, you should not be creepy at all <laughs> yeah but i never looked at like i said i, I never wanted one night stands i never wanted mm-hmm. just you know what these guys you know oh i'm gonna go get a piece of ass like no i mean i yeah. never appealed to me so to me like what you said the love addict thing is like i love connection that's like not sexual as well so like yeah. you know cuddling communicating talking Watching movies together, having a long conversation. I know it sounds romantic and <laughs> like something out of a book, but I yeah. love that shit.
1: Yeah, me too. It's a lot easier than just... I don't know. I've had, uh, I guess, the one one night stand I decided to have. I still got to know him for like a couple weeks before. <laughs> I'm like, sure if that qualifies as a one night stand. <laughs> you're right. It's it's kind of ish, but I like it's like a three week stand. I'm the one that chose to like have sex with him, mm. and of course he was okay with it. But like, it was just boring. <laughs> <laughs> and, like there wasn't any substance or you know, emotional or I guess like there was no energy transfer like it was just felt very selfish on both ends interesting yeah i um versus when there's like full energy flow between
0: people like yeah it feels different i i do think you have to have that i um uh my current partner we talk about that a lot where she's just like you know she's like i i she enjoys sex you know i do too but it's not the end-all, be-all, you mm. know? And for the longest time, for her, with other partners, that was kind of always like, oh, well, sex is the, the the top thing you can do with somebody the else. The pinnacle. And then... With with this new relationship, it's more like no man. There's all these little love languages, yeah. All these little moments you can have that aren't necessarily putting a P and a V, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And uh, and it's great to figure that out. Like I, for the longest time, I thought I was asexual. I was like, do I even want sex? You know, because there's so much.
1: It's I've definitely felt that way just because I wasn't around anyone that, you know, cared about love and emotions the way I did. So I felt asexual for a long time.
0: And to me, I, like I said, I enjoy sex, but it's like there's a lot of um, there's a lot of like mm, going into the process of you know, especially as a guy, it's and something we don't talk about a lot because you know no one really brings it up. Um, but there's a lot of like anxiety sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. like, am I gonna perform well tonight? You know, right. uh, is something gonna creep into my head and ruin the experience? You know, yeah. am I gonna start thinking weird thoughts during during the thing, <laughs> or start having doubts halfway through? You know, and mm-hmm. um, or is my blood flow okay tonight? You know, right? Like, <laughs> and you know, and and it's it's a lot of guys don't talk about that because they just talk about like, yeah, man, I fucking got laid last night, and it's just like, there's no like. Guys don't really confide in each other when it comes to that, you know?
1: Yeah, I've noticed that.
0: (laughs) I I feel like women do a lot more, where they they really will talk to each other about, like, you know, sexual anxieties and stuff like that.
1: I think you're right. Uh, I don't know why that is, though. Maybe men just have stronger
0: egos... There's that, and we also live in a very male-centric society, where like we're expected to be the guys who, if you're a good-looking mm-hmm. guy or if you have charm, you're expected to be just fucking perfect, you know, <laughs> carving notches on your he- no head, problems
1: you know. in sight.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. That's that's what I. Th- one of the reasons I think fetish is so fun is you get to explore different urges, uh and different, I guess, needs, but not necessarily through penetration. Right. You know, like I. I I have a dominant side to me and whenever I wrestle you know somebody who has the right chemistry it feels great you're like oh my god this is a cool transfer of energy it's fun Uh, but if I'm losing somebody who I trust and that's another big thrill it's like oh I can just lay here and and they can (laughs) take it (laughs) and they can yeah they can just control me and I trust that they're not going to hurt me and that's a whole other you know side kink also fun (laughs) also fun and uh, are you more of a voyeur do you think or do you think you're more of an exhibitionist or somewhere in the middle
1: Yes, I enjoy both. <laughs> Maybe it depends on the
0: environment. Mm. In ter- oh, that's a good question. Um, in terms of like, well, like, oh, some people really like I, I do. I, I'm not going to mince words, but I like it when someone watches me on a video and, and gets turned on. Like, they're like, oh, yeah. I, I like the way that you wrestled in this video, or I like what you said in this shot, or I like the way you looked in this shot. I, I get a thrill from that. So right. to me, exhibitionism extends into the videos that i produce sometimes
1: okay well then I would be an exhibitionist well i was already okay with nudity so i think that's kind of goes a little bit hand in hand i'm not sexually thrilled by people mm-hmm. seeing me naked but yeah, no, if it's... i'm tipped about you know oh your video was so good then that's exciting <laughs> um as far as being a voyeur though i guess i'm more excited by the idea of being a voyeur in secret Mm. (laughs) like if
0: like kind of peeking into situations. yeah
1: like there's also voyeur photographs and voyeur type videos and i find those interesting i mean it's still creepy i Mm. don't want to be like the cell phone underneath the bathroom stall kind but you know if someone like i had a roommate in college like have sex in the living room with their boyfriend and didn't know i was home and i was like unbelievably oh, turned on wow. and I didn't want to interrupt them and I just didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I guess that's almost like a cuckold. Mm-hmm. I find it really fascinating cuckolds.
0: The whole like watching somebody else fuck yeah. somebody who's your partner. Or...
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I find that interesting.
0: <laughs> I never got into it. Um, I... I've never definitely ever done it before
1: or the idea of like being with my partner and someone else being cuckold is interesting it's interesting psychologically
0: i my last marriage uh, my last marriage like i've had more than one my my ex-marriage a lot of people i think the way that it ended they assumed that that's what was going on because it Mm -hmm. was like another man and it was this horrible situation but people from the outside in kept thinking like well maybe he's into this Mm -hmm and uh, and unfortunately I wasn't it just it was like I not not into that at all I
1: don't
0: I guess I don't want to go too
1: far into it but if you two were both polyamorous before getting married it definitely would have been easier Probably. It would have like their boundaries wouldn't have gotten all screwy quite the same I
0: believe that's true yeah because I, it
1: like switched somewhere in the middle yeah and like. I mean
0: there's a lot of that stuff. It's very personal i'm not going to go into it but yeah it, it, as advice to people who are going to try it like you have to just make sure that this is really what like, you know want. your boundaries for sure well know your boundaries put your foot down when they're getting crossed yeah. um and it's don't the hardest part well and also don't do something just because you want to not uh, rock the boat you know like yeah. don't don't stay silent on something when you could be like oh shit this is bothering me mm-hmm. like that's communication and respect are the biggest parts of, of yeah. poly and i think People who do it wrong, they, Me. they they forget that that's what you like. Oh, you don't want this to happen anymore. we, we gotta.
1: I went overboard in my poly years. Mm-hmm. I dated so many people, and since I got approval to date some people, I like just dated other like, people in secret too.
0: Oh, was yeah. it kind of that love kink craving? I like, think so. Because I think for a lot of people who do poly, they have almost like a kink for new connections and stuff like that. Yeah. And that kind of new relationship energy is a huge drug for some people. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I know it. I, I know what it feels like, but I don't know if I would want to go find it with like a multiple amount of people. It's just too well, much work. Well, <laughs> I went
1: into it is a lot of work. I went into it wanting to have a boyfriend and a girlfriend, and maybe not necessarily them dating. It didn't have to be that way. Uh, but I just ended up me dating a bunch of like more submissive men. Mm. Or I found like a couple and I just wanted to date the girl and the boyfriend still hits me up even though they're not dating. You know, that kind of thing.
0: <laughs> I was like, you caught me maybe mid, 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 not. It's been a long day. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, believe me, this is not boring at all. This is fantastic. Um, we've just been working like crazy. but um, So that uh, that's an interesting... Um, viewpoint and you've scaled back on that a bit recently or
1: yeah I'm choosing to be monogamous just because mm. it's easier and I'm ultimately choosing myself but more over like self-care over I guess people pleasing
0: well I noticed that you ha- you are very um physical when it comes to contact with let's say a submissive wrestler like I you know back when I was editing your your older videos stuff like that I would always I because when I'm filming I'm looking through this small Mm -hmm. screen so i don't get the the intricate moments but you know editing your stuff i would always see like if the girl was on the ground you were very sensual you were very sexual not sexual as in pornographic but just like touchy and like you know almost like you're worshiping your victim kind of thing
1: yeah i like
0: worship and i noticed noticed. you have a lot of body movements and 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 touching tactics that i was like she really likes that part of this Mm -hmm. um
1: well, actually, I have a hard time getting to that point. So it usually takes emotions or I guess a camera yeah. <laughs> to get me to feel that way cuz otherwise I'm very like physically reserved and actually flinch a lot and have PTSD mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So Well, you're not,
0: and that's the thing. It, 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 well, Misty is Misty. very sensual. Yes, <laughs> your the the Muggle version of you uh, is very much like me. We're not. Uh, I mean, I'm I can be very physically affectionate, but it's with people who are also okay with that energy. Yeah. But for the most part, you're very reserved, and you you kind of yeah. be, you don't. My
1: alter ego is more fun. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good way to put it. Because like uh, you know, like even when I hugged you when you came in, you have a very light hug. You're like here, here, here. and like I I'm I'm like, I'm like a hugger. I'm like come here. Yeah. I haven't seen you. In Forever, <laughs> um, and so people are very different in that way. Like a handshake, you know, some people don't like to really shake hands. People like to yeah. get that good grip in there. Yeah. Um, but with the supper shooting tomorrow, for example, we were talking about this earlier. We're going to do way more uh, in terms of sensual, and I'll probably, I'll probably poke Misty to be more. <laughs> More touchy feeling, okay, because I think one of the scripts is like you're turned on by the jobbing. so I'm like, all right we're going to really have fun with I'm just going to let you improv and like yeah. do what you want, uh, and Monroe is somebody who you'll love because she's very submissive and she likes to she likes to be man handled or woman handled <laughs> so that's going to work out great cool um, but uh, but yeah, so do you feel now that you're monogam you know you're you're kind of dabbling in monogamy, um, do you ever use some of the shoots as kind of an outlet to to be yeah to have that connection or
1: yeah. I feel like I get a lot more kinks out (laughs) Uh, and it sounds like I'm getting a chiropractic adjustment (laughs) kinks out let's work these kinks out (laughs) Um, But Uh, yeah so like like for vampires for example that's like since I've never done it in my personal life I really enjoy shooting it
0: do you prefer being the vampire or the victim
1: I think both are fun Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just maybe I just am into
0: biting (laughs) so so walk me through your ideal vampire scenario and I'm not at all going to work this into a future video. <laughs> wink, wink. But um, is it like... Because I know what the, what we used to do vampire kink. For a lot of these guys, like the hypnosis was a big part of it. Like I
1: think that's a part of it. Mm-hmm. Hypnosis is
0: a lot of fun. Where you're like very defined at first and... It was the same guy who ordered the same clip. God bless him. I wish he ordered more. Uh, but it was always a superheroine mm-hmm. versus a, a woman who she didn't know was a vampire. So, like, the vampire would lose... Surprise in her... vampire. Yeah, a surprise Ooh. vampire. So, it was, like, the the human vampire would get her ass kicked for like five minutes and then suddenly she would just like like do the thing where she's just like doing the fingers and just the other girl would start to get put under her spell and she would force her to like reveal her true self so if like it was one Woman she would turn into one Woman and basically reveal her secrets and it was very sexy like I didn't think of it as such back then because yeah. I was filming it like as a wrestling thing but that dominance, you know, like this person can now literally turn you into mush and then like <laughs> you know, at the end like do the brain thing where they just kind of like turn you into like the submissive, you know, character and then of course the big climax is the bite. The bite. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I guess the the scene that comes to mind is um Lady Gaga an American
0: horror story.
1: I haven't seen that one. She had her like a whole season. Um, it was hotel. Mm-hmm. It was very beautiful. I remember
0: seeing when it came out. I just didn't get a chance. She was
1: a vampire. Oh, okay. And so she would have these like blood orgy vampire type scenes. And so that's pretty I think the aggression I really like. Uh, I think it's the biting Because mm-hmm. I also like primal play. Um, and the pet play yeah. and stuff. Um, uh, and blood's pretty.
0: <laughs> okay, but, yeah, so how much does blood figure into it for you?
1: Um, well... It's, since fake blood is basically just syrup, it's mm. not as sexy. <laughs> like, I wish it wasn't, I wish we were real vampires and it wasn't a big deal.
0: <laughs> just clean up afterwards, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Do you, I mean, but, um well, it's funny, Faith likes to shoot blood play stuff too. She likes, yeah. she's done like blood oil wrestling and she loves the color. That's cool. She's kind of like you. She, yeah, she thinks pretty. it looks really pretty. Yeah. Because uh, I, she's my girlfriend, so I was like, let's talk about the blood thing. Are you yeah. into blood play? And she's like, no, no, I don't want to like, you know. Cut um, myself or anything like that, yeah. but she just thinks it looks really pretty on camera. Yeah, and uh, I could probably talk to her. and be like, "You should do vampire stuff with." This thing. <laughs> um, and I, I, I well, like it too. I grew up watching tons of vampire stuff, yeah. and um, and we could talk about going into that sexy stuff.
1: goth people.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, pretty much. Did you? What other stuff did you watch as a kid that kind of like started sparking stuff off?
1: Like Kinks. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see. For some reason, I don't even know if this is an actual scene, but in Hercules, um, the show, uh, so the Disney cartoon version. Oh, okay. So okay. I'm thinking of Megara, like tied up in like Hades' flame. I don't know if it's real, but that's just what popped into my head. It might be. Um. So I guess her being a damsel, but she's also like in control of Hercules. Like the- <laughs> she could be the one that sends him to Hades.
0: Disney's weird like that. There's so many girls that I've spoken to. Uh, sorry, women that I've spoken to. I was told recently that I shouldn't refer to women as girls. And I'm like, I should, I should try not to yeah, fix that. Um, very lovely women that I've, uh, I've worked with who they always tell me their first real sexual kind of spark was watching like a Disney cartoon. Uh, for a lot of them, the big one was uh, Aladdin when Jafar has uh, Jasmine tied up. And I think she has a gag.
1: Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I think she <laughs> Maybe a, I put it in Hercules. <laughs>
0: maybe. I could be wrong, but I,
1: I think she's like chained up
0: and she has a gag. Yeah. And yeah. like she's tied to maybe a pole or and something. And she's
1: wearing like her little red outfit.
0: It's like a, the harem kind of yeah. look. And a lot of women were just mm-hmm. like, yep, saw that. It's Ding. pretty hot. Um, (laughs) There's uh, comedies when you're a kid and you see these things that are supposed to be funny but like I would see like a a woman get bonked on the head, you know, and she's doing the silly (laughs) thing and the guy carries her and like, you know, walks her around the room and like, you know, let's take her out of this room. It's like some comedic (laughs) Three Stooges shit. Yeah. But later on you're like, why did I think that was hot, you know? There was like a Monty (laughs) Python skit where this girl, I, I kid you not, this is actually a skit, uh, I'll have to find it. But it's, it's this scientist who keeps bonking this girl and knocking her unconscious and he's writing stuff down. I was like, hmm, this is interesting. <laughs> and someone sent me that clip when I was younger and they're like, check this out. And I was like, this is a comedy show. But they're mm-hmm. literally doing the stuff that I shoot to make money. Yeah. <laughs> so shows like Wonder Woman, like God bless Wonder Woman. Holy yeah. fuck. Linda Carter, she did a whole chloroform scene that is to this day the most celebrated chloro scene of all time. <laughs> and it's... We've got to thank... TV and movies because yeah. I don't know if we would have as many weird kinks if we had seen that shit when we were kids.
1: Um, well, That makes me think of Betty Page. I was yes. really into pin-up. So just beautiful women. <laughs> Maybe I just want to be dominated by pin-up ladies.
0: Faith literally <laughs> just got a little Betty Page haircut so we'll have to figure something out tomorrow. Cool. Because <laughs> you guys have a scene where I think it's four girls and it's just a bunch of body piles. Yeah. But I could totally work in some cool stuff there because she looks fantastic. Um, but yeah, there's, t- I mean, growing up, like, you don't realize the root of these things that you have. And mm-hmm. lo- if you look at it as a spectrum, like, obviously, there's personal experience, like your mom spanking you, or you're, yeah. you're someone pulling your hair in the schoolyard, and you'd mm-hmm. like it, you know, mm-hmm. or some girl kicking you in the balls when you're 10, and <laughs> for some reason, that's really erotic for you, and yeah. suddenly you are now doing ball busting sessions when you're yeah. in your 30s. And then there's the other part, which is media. Which is like movies, TV, music sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now with the internet, you know, I mean, I've seen girls who get off to just gifts that they download, you know. Like, yeah.
1: That's you know, you know, all, tum- all we need.
0: <laughs> Tumblr was amazing for that. Tumblr would That's have. That's gr- true. Dude, my friends would be. RIP.
1: Like-
0: <laughs> God bless. It's, it's so sad. I, I went there, just, I had an old profile on there. Mm-hmm. It's like the world's saddest amusement park. It's just oh. <laughs> abandoned. And people are still trying to kind of post sexy stuff and it kind of works sometimes. But yeah, there was, I knew, uh, models who would have their pages. Tumblr was just literally their spank banks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's true.
0: And it was like 10 (laughs) gifts per post, you know, (laughs) from like some show like Buffy or, or, you Mm -hmm. know, Hannibal or something like that. Um, how much of that was it for you? Like what, what, you know, the, the kinks that you have now, how much of it was real life experience based versus things you saw?
1: Well, I'm a really good writer, so I think that I'm just—I'm also a Pisces, mm, me so too. I'm like very in my head, and I can see things in like great detail. Same I can here. visualize very easily, so I don't even need content or experiences. I can just like go
0: where I want to in my own thoughts. What are your favorite topics? Like, I'm—do I'm, so, you do a lot of erotic writing for yourself, or is it just?
1: Um I you should. Think. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, if you're a good writer. I am a really good writer. It just <laughs> takes a lot writing is an interesting skill because it takes a lot of brain power and deep thought and that can take as much energy as physical mm-hmm. exertion. yes yeah. And I find every time that I have to write a lot, I'm snacking the whole time like I have to just keep eating to like sit there and type away sure and to like tap into my visualizations and like get them into words it just it's a lot and because you do
0: a lot of synopses writing Mm -hmm. for different companies right
1: I do and so I um, I should do more erotic writing um but just haven't been. I've been taking a break, maybe.
0: <laughs> I was toying with the idea. I might even have you try this, but of doing a script where someone is reading a story and like okay. kind of acting it out. You know, because we've uh-huh. had a lot of people who were like like the ASMR which is a big mm-hmm. thing now. Mm-hmm. To just have a, a jobber, you know, reading a or telling a story of like when Her she got beat was up. Yeah, and yeah. she's just literally just, you know, acting the sounds and, and kind of, like, really, you know, play-acting the, the script, and mm-hmm. I I always thought that was an interesting idea. Yeah, it sounds um, like fun. And if you were to, like, if you were on your own time to write something that was erotic and then, like, read it and then sell the clip on, or sell, I guess, the file, Yeah, I'm sure people would, like, they like, Misty's gonna read her own, you know, erotica and her... So, cute.
1: I now have a website live and would like to do that kind of thing, um... I don't know why my interest fell off for my own website. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, but it took a really long time for Visa to approve it. It was like months and months.
0: So now you have like a legit membership site.
1: Yep. I need to hop on that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a hard. Uh, it's really hard to build that. So yeah, I would definitely say you know, yeah. get on it a bit more. But um, how do you... Um...
1: Like I was going to put up a blog. I wanted to have like... Uh, I have a subscription on there, but if I could just unlock stories, I think that would be kind of cool. It's in my works. I have a bunch of old writing, and maybe I'm just not thrilled with it.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, you're your own worst critic, so.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it is. I'm I'm working on it. Mm I mean... Um, I had a Patreon for a long time, and had writing on there, and I didn't really, like
0: do as well as you thought?
1: It didn't do as well. So maybe if it was like more of a keyword catch into my website, it might work better.
0: It's interesting how this industry and also fetish by itself is evolving because there's so many different media formats now you know now you yeah. we i mean i grew up Overload. I, i'm an older guy so i grew up you know with fiction like, you know erotica was all a big thing you know mm-hmm. um reading wrestling fiction because that was one of my kinks or knockout stuff or or you know for the longest time the only porn i i didn't watch a lot of porn when i did watch anything that was mainstream i liked female female like mm-hmm. i enjoyed that energy like i a a comedian once said like I have a one dick per fantasy rule and it's mine you know Um, I don't think I was that bad but like Mm -hmm. I I was just like I really enjoyed like you know the old sweetheart productions where it's very innocent you know a lot of tender sensual contact Mm -hmm. and I'm working more of that into my shoots because I'm like well if if I like it let's let's see if others do as well Um, but now you have like, you know, VR and, you know, Mm -hmm. you've got so many different things that the kids today (laughs) quote unquote like, yeah, you know, watching girls on YouTube. Yeah. is really cool. Yeah.
1: (laughs) The fact that I could be a whole sex doll is pretty cool.
0: (laughs) You mean like in terms of like...
1: Yeah, I was molded.
0: (laughs) Oh, did... Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah, I'm a fleshlight and they, they took molds of my face and several molds, they took one of my feet and yeah. of my ass and a couple of my pussy. Wow. Yeah, I could be a sex doll.
0: <laughs> Have they not made it yet? or? Are they...
1: um, you know, honestly, if I had more followers, like if I were Mia Alcova, mm. then they would probably
0: eventually make one. That is crazy. I mean, it's not. I mean, there's, you know, I, I took faith once to this, like, I think one of the biggest porn shops I've ever seen in my life. It's called, uh, fuck, it's here in Atlanta. It's on Cheshire Bridge Road. You guys know which one it is if you live here. It's huge. <laughs> And we walked you in know, You know, It was massive. And it was, oh, I took her in because it was her birthday. I'm like, let's go buy some toys or like, let's find some fun stuff. And first thing you walk in, there's a girl serving champagne. There was a guy on wow. stilts doing like, you know, like, hey guys, you know, like this. Cool, there was, a performance. Yeah, and they had like this bar and they had like um, different sections with like artwork, you know, amidst all the porn and all the toys. They had one giant dick that was like a sculpture in a cage. And <laughs> it was, it Josh, was. The, the best yeah. kind of dick. Oh, I'm sorry. And it's overwhelming, <laughs> but it's kind of cool because like now yeah, if you're single, mm-hmm. there's so much shit you can do sexually, you know, like yeah. you can, there's Explore so many toys. Explore anything. Yeah. There's so many toys now. Like yeah. And it's so socially acceptable. Like mm-hmm. if I walk into someone's house into and- Into
1: Target. You yeah. You can buy sex toys at Target now. Really?
0: Yeah. I haven't been to Target in a while. They're
1: near the condom section.
0: Do they? mm Okay. Are they just like regular massagers or?
1: No. I'm like dick shaped? Um, I mean, I guess they're
0: vibrators,
1: but yeah, huh? Very socially acceptable now. There you
0: go, Target. Yeah. Um, yeah, but now if you walk into someone's bedroom, you know, and there's a dildo on the counter, you're kind of like, mm, you're, you know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're not like grasping your pearls. you know. Like, <laughs> no. What do you do with that? Like, yeah, everyone <laughs> knows. Like,
1: I might be like, oh, why is this out? <laughs> but
0: do you do not you grasping
1: were, my pearls now? <laughs>
0: have you done? I, you know, I was like, why isn't this in your, you know, fucking dresser or something? But um. <laughs> Uh, some people just don't care but uh, do you find toys to be a thing that you grew up using or like when you're doing your own self-exploration or was it more sure. like yeah because yeah. when you're a kid at least growing up I mean I, no one told you now I guess if you're a teenager or you're going into your late teens or your early twenties um, you you know go online just...
1: yeah the moment I turned 18 I'm like I'm buying Adam and Eve now
0: <laughs> yeah
1: and I had a P.O. box on campus so I could
0: if you're sex
1: is sent anonymously to my p.o. box
0: it's crazy like just looking at some of the toys i was like you know what i would try that once you know or yeah that's true you know just just try it once and see what it's like but
1: that's a lot of finishes honestly like i've done a bunch of bondage and like an anal hook and like wrapped around my hair and it's like it was cool one time mm -hmm. (laughs) but like a lot of things you kind of have to invest in yeah. before you know
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I, uh,
1: it's nice to be in a community
0: i've had uh, a lot of people in the lifestyle or at least the lifestyle scene in atlanta where their collections of toys are just monumental like yeah. we went to a cabin and p- play played party weekend and mm-hmm. one of my friends is a dom and she had i think the entire we couldn't even play pool because the pool table was just <laughs> covered in Different gadgets and toys and violet wands and vibration devices and yeah. it's fucking crazy <laughs> and so many things can go in your butt. It's crazy. So many things. <laughs> so many things. So <laughs> Lots many...
1: of animal tails.
0: Animal tails are big. We had. <laughs> I have uh... a large
1: collection of those.
0: Do you have the ears as well?
1: Yeah. Um, I honestly have haven't gotten very many customs. I just personally enjoy it, so I have. Kind of a large collection
0: there's a guy who wants me to wrestle him because uh, i'm doing uh, male versus male stuff but he okay. he has he's like a furry mm-hmm. so he has like a whole wrestling furry outfit right?
1: surprisingly that was one of my first jobs was to be an easter bunny at the mall ah!
0: <laughs> not to be a furry <laughs> i mean technically i guess if you're hard up you know <laughs> if you're in a small town you're like this is the only furry action i'm gonna get
1: i actually <laughs> liked it it was fun <laughs> it's.
0: I mean, there's got to be something very appealing to it if, being anonymous was really fun. That's got to be a part of it. And being uh, animated. You're not. Yeah, you get to you get to take a vacation. <laughs> to act out. Take a vacation from yourself. Yeah. By being in those suits, like I mean, there's a reason why there's a worldwide community, mm-hmm. and they have like fucking conventions. Yeah. A furry
1: orgy sounds fun. Furry orgy.
0: See, that's the thing. I I always think of the technicality. I always think of the logistics. Where yeah. I'm just like. God, you must be sweating in that thing. Like, uh, well,
1: I mean, if they're in an orgy, they may only be wearing their head. Oh,
0: that's a good point. Just
1: masks in general. I guess I fetishize even before, like,
0: we had to wear masks in twenty twenty. Do you feel that's another good like question? Doctor fetish. Yes, for example. and you have oh, well, yes. So the mask thing. So do you feel like are there certain types of attire? Slash outfits that kind of bring out a different side of you when you wear them, like like leather or like you know spandex or you know,
1: um yeah I really like leather, uh I'm allergic to latex so I think I'm even more fascinated by it,
0: like I like the liquid latex and stuff like that.
1: Like I've looked up latex porn for example, um and they have like full rooms covered in latex Jesus. and then the people wear like full latex gimp suits. And like all you see is like dick and vagina, and it's just like very fascinating to me because I'm allergic to latex.
0: So can <laughs> it'll you, never be me. <laughs> so you can't do balloon stuff.
1: Um, I can touch it. <laughs> it just makes me itch.
0: Mm, Interesting. I uh, I, the with me the liquid latex almost seems untouchable. Like, I feel like mm. I don't want to ruin it. You know, like yeah. it's so pretty and it's so expensive mm. and most of the girls are covered in that shiny lube so you're like, yeah. I don't I don't want to, you know, <laughs> I feel it's more like a looked up But it touch. feels good. I'm sure it does but <laughs> I've seen girls who went upstairs after Fetcon and take that shit off and just sweat which would be like, Yeah, <laughs>
1: pour out their shoes into their subs mouths.
0: Ugh. <laughs> That's another thing. Okay, so maybe that, that's one one area I don't think I, I, I ever am going to be interested in. Not uh, into uh,
1: sweat drinking?
0: Not into sweat drinking. Not into <laughs> bodily fluids. Like, yeah,
1: I'm not either.
0: Can't do it. I, 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 we talked to Anastasia on the show, and she told us she loved being peed on in the shower. And I yeah. was just like, I just can't. I can't do it. It's just, I mean, even in the shower, I'd be like, oh, God, that's urine. But, um, but I guess it, I'm
1: just neutral about pee. I'm mm-hmm. not turned on about it, though.
0: But you've done like desperation scenes and stuff like that. mm mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, I've honestly heard about more poop fetishists than I wanted to hear about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there's that. There's
0: a lot. Um, Well, that's a classic one. I mean, it goes all the way back to like, you know, first documented porn, people doing that kind of stuff. Really? Yeah. I mean, fecal and stuff like that. I think that's what it's called. Like, yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I was watching HBO at late night when my parents weren't watching I watched <laughs> the HBO like uh, hookers on the point and there was yeah. this one episode I've told this story before so I'm gonna make it short but there was uh, a woman who literally just told this story about how this guy paid her to go up to his room uh, hundreds of dollars per hour because she was a high high priced uh, uh, call girl and fed her food and waited till she had to go to the bathroom and she went and uh, did her thing and I guess it was in a receptacle or whatever mm-hmm. or I think he laid some stuff on the floor and she had to mm. pee in a bowl or poop in a big container, and then she went to go shower, and he paid her ungodly amount of money per hour and mm-hmm. as she was leaving, he was like literally at the table, like Hannibal Lecter just like hmm. eating all that and drinking it like it was a fucking <laughs> five star meal
1: I've only gotten emails about that. <laughs> I never went no no, I
0: <laughs> wouldn't assume you would i i don't he oof. said
1: I could just poop in a toilet though. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the pee into it or onto a silver platter and pee into a champagne glass. Okay, so that's kind of close. Yeah.
0: To that. But yeah, this was for real, for real. And she was telling her friend who was trying to outdo her, and her friend's like, no, you got me beat. That story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, this dude is wearing like a three piece suit, eating it like he's.
1: (laughs) I once worked with this glamour photographer and accidentally brought up that I shot a fetish. And he very quickly told me about his poop fetish. Whoa. As a kid, he like would eat his gum and like pull it out of his poop and then chew it again oh my god and go find it <laughs> it's just, uh, so so i've learned to like only keep my fetish side to like people i want to know things
0: about <laughs> yeah. i have
1: gone too far down the rabbit hole
0: <laughs> it, it's kind of a double-edged sword for me because i really like to know people's fetishes Yeah, to me it's, it's it, really
1: fascinating
0: it's fascinating yeah but it also tells you a lot about that person you know uh, you know it, especially like on the spectrum of like well how how kinky are you a mm. b how submissive are you how dominant are you you know mm. how much into pain are you you know all these little things that can help you see them as a whole person but there's still some stuff where, like, there's the, the extreme taboo fetishes that I, we were talking about this earlier, we could bring it up, because I do want to hear your thoughts on this, but, like, when it comes to, like, the extreme taboo stuff, um, I know, have you done, like, the necro fetish, like, the death stuff?
1: I've uh, shot it before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever shot it, um, like, taken a custom from a fan mm-hmm. and done it. I, I guess I did once.
0: You've done it with other companies and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, I'm more comfortable shooting that content with other companies.
0: And we dabble in it, but we do the campy version of it. You know? Yeah. We've done, like, neck snaps and, I like... I
1: feel... It gives me nightmares, for one. Mm-hmm. Um, more so to watch the videos, because I also read the descriptions occasionally for those types of videos. Mm-hmm. Um, so it gives me nightmares. And I feel, since I'm, like, into yoga and peacefulness, it, I don't know how I feel about putting out that energy.
0: Yeah.
1: So that part really bothers me. Um,
0: Are you into watching horror, like, movies? I like
1: horror movies, but I'm... Don't watch it to get turned on. Well, no, no, no. That wasn't the implication (laughs) at all.
0: It's just like going to see the new Halloween with your dick in your hand. Um, But there is
1: like torture porn, which I think heightens your nervous system to the point where like you might feel
0: turned on. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And
0: I'm like, that's the opposite for me. Like I I don't really watch torture porn just because it's just just too much. I'm like, I kind of want a story, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I want characters. I want evolution. I don't want to just see. Three teenagers tied up and have parts of their bodies cut off
1: mutilated, over. yeah, not. it's true, <laughs> and it's
0: that's your bag dude i here's the thing, no I shame. T- <laughs> I
1: try not to shame, but I also want to say that maybe you shouldn't indulge in all of your kinks and fetishes. But there's also a thing to not repress things. <laughs> so there's like a balance here.
0: So that's where I lay my head at night is don't repress. Like don't, you know, mm-hmm. if you really do like seeing girls getting strangled to death and then their mouths fucked. Uh, well, you know what? I would rather you watch a A, clip a video, right. Then, you know, be out prowling for the real thing. Yeah. Um, and that goes with other stuff. You know, we were talking about the race play, you mm-hmm. know, where like that's another touchy subject. We talked about it with Coco. Uh, in a previous episode, where you know you get hired to say these awful words to people that right. you know that they're into it because they're uh, most of the time they are of that nationality um mm-hmm. so how do you you know deal with that you know um, yeah.
1: I've never accepted it before i don't know if I've ever been
0: asked mm-hmm.
1: i'm just maybe I'm just too sweet i'm I feel like as I a dominant yeah. person I'm not mean <laughs> I'm just a, like dominant. In a cute way.
0: Well, if you're a true dom, at least in my opinion, if you're a true dom, um, you're not doing it because you are wanting to cause that person actual pain, right? Outside of their limits, you know. Right. You want them to have as good of a time as you're having, right? I've, but I've met some doms who literally will put their subs in danger and, and hit them in the wrong spots, or yeah. you know, bruising along the kidneys and stuff like that. Ooh. And you're like, you should not be striking in that area, you know. Mm-hmm. But they don't care. They're more like, "Hey, boss, bitch, mm-hmm. give me my likes, give me my tribute," you know. Yeah. And that's a very fine line to walk, which is nice to see that you're on the right side of the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But other other taboos, because um, do you ever find yourself second guessing some of the content at all, or? Sure.
1: Mhm. Um, especially if I had a bad experience. <laughs> um, like one time, I agreed to a hanging scene. But the person in control of my rope, the noose, had a hanging fetish. Mm. And I was not getting paid hardly at all. (laughs) It was getting paid, like, basically half as much as I was used to and didn't know it. It definitely wasn't session prices, is all I'm trying to say. Like, he was getting a free show and, like, the combination of those two, the money and him groaning at me and not getting paid for it was, like, I was crying. I was just... (laughs) <laughs> no. So I, after that necro fetish got me kind of nervous because I was like, oh, I'm just gonna be acting in a horror movie, yeah. but that like made it too real
0: for me. I think it's it's a very funny thing. Cause, like I I I'm in no place to judge because I mean people can look at what we do yeah. and they'll be like, oh my god, you defeated misty in this match you must hate women you know right or you must be see, a... they
1: looked at that one video instead of the thousands and thousands of other ones where you're getting beaten up yeah but even <laughs> the,
0: even the style that we do i we we, we play it so campy right yeah you know, like it doesn't ever feel like battery it doesn't feel like we're actually out yeah. to hurt each other but people who are very reserved and, and conservative could, could easily look at what i do and be like well you're 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 re- you're perpetuating like these these horrible you know energies and emotions and i'm mm-hmm. like no we're just having fun role playing you know right it's like playing cowboys and indians if you're getting paid. other
1: people aren't as fun as you though
0: <laughs> and that's the thing like if someone asked me once to, to do a custom uh, i was in canada for with a company out there and my ex-wife and i were in, in uh doing some shoots and the guy's like hey do you want to be in one of my shoots i'll pay you and i'm like sure what do i have to do and he um i don't think he paid me actually i think he was paid for the hotels though but i volunteered and he um He wanted me to play this mob guy, like, who finds out that his girlfriend, a.k.a. my ex-wife, was informing, or was, like, an informant to the FBI, so I had to, like, kill her. And the way that I did it, I had to seduce her, and then I had to take her in, like, basically a huge tub of water, and, like, oh, I'm going to draw you a bath, and I, like, drown her. And it was all these different shots of me pushing her down into the water and saying really fucked up shit, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and
1: have fun anymore. No.
0: Halfway through I was just wanting it to be over, yeah. you know. And I knew that I promised to do it and you know, she wanted me to do it and she was like it's okay, you know. But I just there was something about that that I was like never again. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: As a producer, you can, you know, take that kind of thing into your own hands. Mm-hmm. As an actor, honestly, I've gone to so many shoots where they're like, "Okay, you're shooting this," and I have no choice. Especially if there's other actors involved.
0: Because yeah, you don't you feel bad about yeah. walking out. And, yeah.
1: Or not being comfortable with a specific scene or something.
0: Do you feel like... Did that lead you to kind of probing before you show up now? And be like, hey, what am I shooting today? Or Honestly,
1: I-, I just never want to work with that producer again. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Or if I get injured, it's like, I don't really want to contact that producer again. Sorry. <laughs> um, I've also had like bait and switch. um course. And um, actually, they, it was someone... I don't know his name. It was at a FETCON, and they said they knew you. <laughs> and...
0: Oh, good. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think you said, oh, I thought he was a good guy, but he kept telling me, like, we were shooting... Girl, girl content, but then he wouldn't tell me who the other girl was, and I show up, and there is no other girl, and it's just him like choking me with a cord.
0: Like it was not
1: wrestling at all. Like it was very bait and switch, and so like instances like that. It's
0: basically a session without the session rates. Yeah, yeah.
1: Things like that, like you can't control. You can just have the boundaries to leave. And of course I left like some wardrobe behind. Like Mm. I wanted to end early. I actually had the boundaries to like end the the session Mm. early, but I like left behind a bra to the set that I was wearing. And so he like lured me back in with, oh, I'll give you the rest of the money. You have to get this bra anyway. And he just made me do the same thing over and over again. Like he wanted the specific sound. It's like he wanted it to sound more real. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's real. I'm getting choked by a cord.
0: Holy Lord.
1: And so I never went to Fat Con again. Oh, <laughs> and I, it's just, I feel like I've gotten into multiple situations like that. And at the time I was staying in a hotel with like my other girlfriends and they got to have like photo shoots in Florida, like a normal model. Yeah. And I'm in a model, I'm in a a hotel room with this dude choking me with a cord. Like, I feel like my experience within the industry is just kind of sucked. Like, I would love to go back and not have bad experiences. That would be cool.
0: I mean, you you know, you only got the present. So it seems like now you really are very uh, cognizant of. Like, I only want to work with people that I like or yeah. people that I trust, mm-hmm. you know, and it seems like you're also putting your foot down about things that you don't want, you know, which is good. Yeah. You know? Before
1: I was just trying everything, curiosity got the cat.
0: <laughs> that too. And <laughs> as a producer, you get that too, because like when you're up and coming, you want money because you want to be able to... Take
1: everything. You
0: take everything. Yeah, yeah. So for the longest time I was taking whatever, even though some of it I was just like, shit, i This I'm is right.
1: against my brand.
0: Yeah. Or like... Yeah. You know, we do cunt busting now, and for the longest mm-hmm. time I didn't do cut busting, and it wasn't because I, have... I
1: actually like. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing:
0: I love it now. I, now the yeah. way that we film it is so much fun. I think we yeah. did one with you, Probably. Uh, where it was the same guy, uh, guy. It's a lot
1: like spanking to me. Mm-hmm. I like it. There's... I can't see why people like ball busting. So why would some people love it and other people? Don't hate I. It?
0: <laughs> it's I. You know the cunt busting stuff. The way that we shoot it, once again, we camp it up, so it's not like you're. You know, like... like did we
1: wear pads? I can't remember. I that. don't
0: think we did. We, we basically did the the trick where you kick kind of inside the thigh. Huh. Uh, but Damn. We, the way that we film it, the way that we film it, like, we've done stuff where you can actually kick up, but like, as long as you stop short of it, it mm-hmm. looks like, you know, you're getting that contact. It can be real for me. No, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I'll keep that in mind. Because um, uh, for some girls, it's very sensitive. And and um, um, But yeah, no, the uh, the composting stuff I didn't touch for a while because of... a request that i got early on where this mm. guy was like really misogynistic about it mm-hmm. it's like i want to I want to imply that this girl can no longer have kids after you die. holy
1: smokes
0: you know and, that's r-
1: okay well that's
0: gone too far and <laughs> it was like how do you like your fucking eggs scrambled you know shit like oh that oh my god and there was something so <laughs> clever but it is no. clever. <laughs> it is pretty fucking clever but this is back in 2002 2003 dang so i was I was still a babe in the woods, so yeah. I was like... It was the one thing back then that I said no to, and it left mm-hmm. such a bad taste in my mouth that I literally, in the back of didn't my head... Didn't like those scrambled eggs. Didn't like the scrambled eggs. <laughs> over over medium for me. Um, but no, the uh, I just didn't take any of those customs for years because mm-hmm. of that. And then about maybe seven, eight years ago with, with my ex... Uh, started filming stuff for her, and I was like, oh, okay, this could be campy and fun. And mm-hmm. then Sin Sage came over, because Sin was, Sage was doing tons of busting back then. And she did one with my friend Anne-Marie, who you're working with tomorrow. And I was watching them film, and I'm like, oh, this is very, you know, cute. You yeah. know, it's not like we're... We're not. So I started to dabble in it. Yeah, yeah. and we're now we not scrambling each other's. Legs. Yeah, yeah. We weren't <laughs> trying to stop each other from having families. <laughs> but now when we shoot it, it's great because it feels like an action film. Like we're shooting from different angles, we're doing different yeah. sound effects. Uh, we do the.
1: That's what makes your videos great. You actually put in time.
0: Well, I? You I, edit. I edit.
1: I have. <laughs> there's one, angles. There's angles and sound <laughs> effects, which I shoot like you do, mm-hmm. and it does take a lot longer, but. The end result is so much better.
0: It's so much better, and that's another thing I always appreciate. It's like so boring just filming straight through. I I feel like if you're with the right people, it could be okay. But even then, you have to prep. Like I wouldn't want to buy a video that's just straight through. Yeah, like we've done. Oh my god, maybe in the 21 years plus that I've been doing this, I've maybe shot three or four videos where we went straight through for like a 20 minute for a 30 minute video. Mm -hmm. But those were like simple, like all right. Misty gets pile driven 16 times (laughs) by this pro (laughs) pro, who I trust. Okay, we can just do it. Boom, shoot through. But if it's like intricate moves and like different reactions, like there's Mm -hmm. a guy tomorrow who has specific sounds he wants you to make and Mm -hmm. we have to like micromanage. Yeah. And what I appreciate about about a project. Well, you're also, you know, and I don't like I'm not dissing anybody. Please don't get mad at me. But there's two kinds of people in this business. There's people who care about the quality of the finished product and people who just see it as kind of like a conveyor belt, yeah. you know, where it's like, okay, done, 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 done. Yeah. Whereas I had pro wrestlers who would come over and they would be jaws agape and like, wait, did you just cut? Why did you just cut? I'm like, well, cause she punched you, but it missed. So I'm going to shoot it from this angle. She's like, you do that. And these are pros. These are pros. And so there was one pro, I'm not going to name her, but she told the story on, on the thing, but she was just like, yeah, she would show up to a pro company and they would literally have the, the what the cue that day was like 16 shoots. Oh my God. And they would never cut because they would start like at 11. Sounds so dangerous. Well, luckily it was pro wrestlers. So they kind, they true. knew what they were doing, but. That's true. Still, like, they would start, like, at 10 a.m. and shoot till, like, you know, 1 1 a.m., something like that. And they would just, you know, it was like, okay, you two, boom, bam, you two, boom, bam, you three, you four. And... You would see the finished product and she would be like, I, can't, I, can't, I couldn't even watch it because there would be like super kicks to the face that would miss by this much, <laughs> but no one shot it from the back. If you yeah. shoot it from the back and I kick you. It changes
1: it so much.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you would see a girl kick and like you'd see the space missing and the, you know, she misses and the other girl takes the hit anyway. Yeah. And the, later on they would watch their own videos and go like, oh, why didn't they cut? And it's because these guys don't care about, you know, that it looks perfect. They just oh, wanted to, yeah. And the fact that you care about lighting and I too, honestly, and...
1: I cut my rates because I wasn't getting hardly any custom because I shot them more like a project. Yeah, because I like that. I but I, now I I don't get as much money, so I can't shoot it as nicely as I want.
0: I dig like uh, people like Hannah Perez, you know, mm-hmm. Callie Logan, uh, Ludella. You know, uh, I, I I see their work online and I'm literally like, oh shit, like they they really care about how it looks and how it sounds and how it feels. Mm-hmm. Carrie Spectrum as well. Like, you know, Carrie has released some stuff where I'm like, girl, that's really good. Um, it looks like you really put some time into this. Um, but then you see other people who literally are just like, did you just shoot this in a hotel room with no lights?
1: <laughs> yeah. Why is your shadow in the whole shot?
0: (laughs) Why are you filming the actual window with the sun coming through? (laughs) And your camera's just like aperture is like... And I'm like, now I'm watching two shadows. You should have
1: just used your phone.
0: (laughs) It's insane. And like, so now what I do is I change my rates. Now I pay more because I'm just like, all right, if we're going to do this, I'm going to pay you like X amount per finished minute. Mm -hmm. So that way, if it does take us, you know, an hour to shoot a 20 minute clip, I can still offer
1: god i feel like i had a bait and switch wrestling shoot one time where they were like we need 120 minutes of footage wow um so it took you know like three or four hours wow yeah i thought oh it'll be a two-hour shoot
0: i know were they paying you hourly or they
1: were paying me for that 120 minutes of footage
0: fuck
1: (laughs) which i did not know
0: I, that's a tough one because as you know, and that's something I've been asked a lot by other producers, like, well, what, what do you, how do you pay if it's like a really long shoot? And I'm like, um, if it gets to the point where we're going on for three or four hours, I'm going to make sure they get paid for those hours. Mm-hmm. You know, we shot one clip where this guy wanted the, he paid the girls $400 a piece to do like this long video where they're like fighting in the mat room, on the stairs, here, they oh, go right. down the hall well, and they end up, changes. they end up in the shower. And so we had to do lighting setups. We had to do make sure that there was no white balance issues. And mm-hmm. we were here for five hours. Yeah, so was like just to...
1: moving lights.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the girls were exhausted. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pay you X amount over this yeah. because I want to make it worth your time. And I go back to the customer and I'm like, yo, man, look, I will give you your final custom. But if you ever want us to do this again... Um, you got to pay this much, mm-hmm. you know, or if you want to pay the, sometimes the customers will pay the, the, I guess, what do they call it? The difference. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's cool too. There's some guys who are like, if you go over, I'll pay the difference. Okay. All right. Well then now you're going to owe me $200. Cause we went over by 20 minutes. Heck yeah.
1: Need more of those.
0: <laughs> now I have it in my contract. But before you, before I even approve your customer, you, you have to know that if we go over, you have to pay the difference that, or we're going to cut your script like at time.
1: Okay. And some have to guy, look at this contract.
0: Yeah, some of the guys don't that's like cool. that because suddenly their favorite moves get taken out and we just shoot to the ending. So okay. some of these guys are like, oh, well, if they have the $600 to buy a custom, they're probably going to have the extra 200 bucks to pad it out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it's nice to, to work with someone who understands that process.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't say that I necessarily understood at the beginning, mm-hmm. but after a couple years of like seeing the videos I was in and like, like, I knew you shot projects at the beginning, but I'm like, this isn't the same as getting paid hourly. and You know, but now I get it because mm-hmm. your quality is better.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and for a long... For the long it's, it's safer. It's safer. But I also now I'm, I'm trying to make sure that, that the pay and the effort goes neck and neck. You know, because... Mm-hmm. And some stuff to, takes time just because we have to prep. Yeah. Like, most of the time, people don't understand this, but, like, it takes us an hour just to choreograph.
1: Right. I like that you take the photos, too, and not just... Grabs from your videos,
0: yeah. We do. Uh, I've been doing uh, my friend now who does, he'll go through and get some awesome screen grabs from videos. But I'll Mm -hmm. go, uh, usually now I'll have my phone. Like the the new phones are so high tech now, you can literally do great stills. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I I like, I I, luckily enough, I can say that we don't really shoot with a lot of women who get mad at the process. Like, I've never had anybody come over and be like, Well, I can shoot six of these in one hour, you know, like they never do that because they see how much work we're putting into it. Mm -hmm. Um, Someone like Tilly, Mm -hmm. Tilly McGrace, who we worked with, I'm sure, she was so sweet. She got
1: me into wrestling.
0: Oh, there you go. She's the
1: exact model that did
0: that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Oh, shit.
0: I think maybe I didn't know that. I even...
1: Actually, she's another producer that I've like fallen out with because I accidentally cried in the middle of her shoot. Oh, no. Yeah. It's Aww. because the our real cat fight was only supposed to be 20 minutes long mm-hmm. and the cameraman let it roll for 38 minutes. Oh, damn. And so I'm like brushing out my hair and all my hair is falling out and I'm like, was only going to get paid like a hundred bucks because oh, it was no. just one clip. But it went on for so long, and so I'm like, it's always about the money where I start crying. I'm like, that's the only thing to make something worth it. And if I'm not getting enough money, then it's just not worth it.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I get it. she
1: ended up paying me for like a whole day. Okay. So I got paid enough, but she still put me through some weird, grueling... Clips after that.
0: <laughs> I mean, I I get along great with Till. She's she's a good friend. But she's she, so fun, and she's so much fun to work with. I uh, love she, her accent. Yeah, <laughs> she's an. It's I mean, so performance wise, she's just amazing. Uh, really easy to direct. But mm-hmm. she gave me a really good compliment, and and then a few other uh, models have said like, you know, I, I really enjoy the fact that you're patient and mm-hmm. you know how to explain things and you you know. You don't know, like get frustrated, and yes. that's something I've never seen you do. Like I've never seen you get frustrated in the middle of the shoot. You're always yeah. pretty chill.
1: Yeah, I'm honestly very consistent. If I'm and I usually can hold my feelings until like after the shoot mm-hmm. and not let it affect the shoot day. Because I've gotten into fights with a producer before the shoot, and I still show up and like don't show because I'm professional.
0: Well, I feel like I'm doing a good job because you and I have never had a tiff on no, set. We've,
1: we've never had a problem. Um
0: that's great. I mean, pat myself on the back. Uh, that that particular producer
1: <laughs> though, um I think it was actually with your ex-wife. Mm. He had like found a photo of her and like circled fat rolls on her, and he was a fat dude. So, like I I was talking to him on Twitter and being like, "This is not right. You shouldn't be acting
0: like this." Was this and, the, the the Texas guy? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. We talked about him before.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I I shot with him, like, the very next day, and he actually thanked me afterwards, even though we got into a fight, just because our shoot day went fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm willing to put my feelings aside, but, you know, I'm just kind of tired of working with people that don't, like, put my emotions I... first. They don't care about my well-being.
0: It's interesting. That's a good question, like, how much you factor uh the kind of person a producer is yeah. and whether you work with them again you know yeah. versus how easy the shoot is you yeah. know because like let's say you show up to someone's house and it's an easy shoot mm-hmm. but at the same time you know in the back of your head this guy's a real prick to so-and-so and he said these awful things online like yeah. you know, do i want to come back you know yeah. how much do i need the money it's a big deal to me mm-hmm.
1: i really just don't like being around bad people
0: yeah, Yeah. life's too short for that. I'd rather <laughs>
1: be alone, like, reading a book. <laughs> like, you know, I don't want to have to fight. And I remember fighting him in, in person because he was, like, snapping at another model. Yeah. And I would have offended them. Like, I'm, I'm willing to fight for a good reason.
0: I And that's the other thing. Like, I, you know, and I have made plenty of mistakes in this industry. You know, I've said things in the past that I regret. I've... I've dealt with situations in a way where I look back and I'm like, yeah, I could have dealt with that better, but I do like to say that like I try to keep it very professional. You know, mm-hmm. I I've never, I mean, the idea of losing your cool on set is so foreign to me. Yeah, like I've never had anybody blow up.
1: Well, on or, set or anything just. Like that. I feel like, I think I may have cried in multiple shoots, but that was always the last shoot I had with that producer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe it's because of me, but I don't think any producer wants someone to cry in the middle of their shoot. I just don't, I don't don't
0: (laughs) get it. Like, I've seen, I've seen producers who lose their, Temper in the middle of a shoot, or I've heard yeah. stories like where the girl didn't put on the like, you know, someone didn't...
1: just gets pushed too far,
0: yeah. Or there was one where the girl didn't wear her superhero belt correctly, and the guy didn't notice till afterwards and lost his mind and like, you know, yelled at her, and like mm. she didn't know how it was supposed to look. Ooh,
1: that makes me think of one of my hustler shoots. Mm. I had like torn my pantyhose, and the
0: photographer was
1: pissed at me, oh, blamed damn. me for it. It was like
0: a run or something, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, even though he had me posing against a concrete wall (laughs) like
0: that happened to me (laughs) Uh, I mean I wasn't wearing the pantyhose but um, (laughs) no but I I did a shoot where we it was leotard pantyhose Mm -hmm. uh, wrestling and at the end of the video I was like oh girl
1: (laughs) what happened <laughs> what happened oh
0: she's like I was like, oh has it been like that the whole time and she's like yes it has and i'm like oh fuck and i bet it wasn't like oh fuck it was more like oh well, well i think you're just a real chill person
1: <laughs> you're I mean, friendly like there's just other people that
0: aren't it's just <laughs> I, maybe it's but here's, you don't know what you have because you have it you know like yeah. if you have a, an approach to a, a set that's you know calm and chill it's right. that's just your nature So to me, it's foreign for anybody to take it too seriously, you know? So like I sent the guy the clip and I was like, hey, man, there was a slight run in the stockings in the back near the butt area. And he's like, oh, man, oh, that's a bummer. But you know what? Thank you for telling me. And I said, hey, let me me shoot an extra five-minute clip for you. And I'll make sure that the – and he's like, oh, no, you don't have to do that. I'm like, no, I'll do it. I want to do that for – and so I shot it the next day. And he was like, you didn't have to do that. But now I know I can come to you. And Mm -hmm. So even though that huge thing happened with the run in the stockings, he felt like he was taken care of, you know? Like, if you someone gets your order wrong at a restaurant, they're mm-hmm. like, sir, the steak is on us, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, as opposed to like, fuck you, and you're, you know, not wanting it bloody, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and now we hear the cats playing in the other room. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, no, I, I feel like that's something that makes me, that's one of the reasons why I reach out to you, is because... Mm-hmm. I know.
1: I show up.
0: Well, you show up. <laughs> you're camera ready. You're ready to go. You're excited about the project. You're very receptive to micro direction. You know, I've never seen you get frustrated with the, the, the script where you're just like, I just don't get it, you know, or something like that. And yeah. I know some girls that literally will start talk, like talking down mm-hmm. the customer, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, don't do that. Like this is. He had no say in what his kink is. you know. Mm-hmm. Just because it's not your kink doesn't mean you have to shame him. you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those girls don't come back, or at least I don't ask them to come back. Because if I feel right. like you have a bad attitude,
1: right.
0: I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not going to... If anything, we're going to have a blast afterwards. But afterwards, I'm like, mm, do I want her to come back? And if I do, should I talk to her beforehand? You know. Right. But those situations are very few and far between. In your case, you're having to deal with other models. So mm-hmm. how... Do you handle avoiding conflict? Like, if, if you feel like, okay, this girl's pushing my buttons, but I don't want to turn it into a thing.
1: Um, I would say that's something I've sh- definitely struggled with, mm-hmm. like with other girls that are too competitive. Um, maybe I just get petty, and I get pe- overly competitive back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm not one to cut. Um, I'm usually willing to just take it that's probably why i've gotten injuries um but how do i resolve it Uh, um i guess i really focus on saying hey this is timed we need to pace ourselves and we still have a whole shoot day Mm -hmm. like we have no reason to be as competitive as
0: you are it's weird i I, do you feel have you ever been in a situation where the shoot goes well but then you maybe the the personality that they display off camera you're like "Mm, i don't like this person but i'm still gonna do the shoot kind of thing
1: um this makes me think of a wrestling shoot that i had with this girl and she was not enjoying wrestling the whole time Mm -hmm. well i've had guess two where they did not enjoy the shoot the whole time and I was being extra careful with both of them but the the first one I was thinking of it was like the last two minutes and she has her fake nails and I'm like being extra careful but she wasn't really paying attention she's just trying to get the day over with yeah and I ended up like bending back a couple of her nails because she wasn't in the right position Mm -hmm. and I felt so bad that I like ended up Giving her money to get a whole new manicure set. Oh my god! Because I know how painful it is. Yeah. Um. Just like tapping your long nails on anything hurts, and I ripped them off mm-hmm. just from like a very casual rollover. Just because she was that was her last wrestling. She she was not for it. She would have she would have rather done like hardcore boy girl porn. <laughs> like she was not into wrestling. Um, I've had
0: I've had one or two girls that were porn stars that were oh I had a good time working with you but. I've it's just too much work. Like, yeah. I'm going to go back to doing camming or, or porn or something like that.
1: Right. And, you know, she's trying something new or whatever. But there's definitely those girls that mm-hmm. are, like, have attitudes. Um, I'm really easygoing unless you're trying to hurt me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, it, with women, it's interesting because, like, there is – there's a lot of unspoken cues that they read into with mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. That I don't, I don't think so. You know, I'm, I'm thinking they're getting along great, right. and then like three weeks later, I like, I don't think I like that girl. I'm like, but you guys were having such a good time and being so sweet to each other and cracking jokes. And, and women are different, you know. If a guy doesn't like another dude, it's, it's they could be pretty apparent about it, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I've been in rooms with boyfriends who didn't like me just because I was the producer. oh god, they suck the air out of the room. And you just, yeah, it's like energy vampires. Yeah. Um, and they literally just. They just...
1: Sometimes they probably can't help it. Um, like, if I were in their situation, maybe I'd feel weird about it too. You know, um, I've never brought a boyfriend to a shoot, though, so I've never found
0: out. <laughs> uh, how did, does he feel any certain way? I mean, he doesn't... He just He's actually supportive?
1: super into UFC, oh, okay. but he hates to see me get hurt. Mm, so okay. it's more of a protective thing. Why He's not huge into me fighting, but...
0: Even in, like, the role play fake stuff where you're losing or more like the real competitive?
1: I guess it depends on if I enjoyed myself in that shoot or not. (laughs) But he's not in the fetish industry at all, so Mm -hmm. he's just looking at it from an outsider. Okay. Um, And is fine with me kind of doing whatever I want to. That's the dream. Yeah. Uh,
0: There's a lot of...
1: (laughs) I guess it would be cool if he was, like, more involved. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, because he's helped me shoot customs before, and he just, like hates it (laughs) it's draining if you're not
0: into it yeah there's a lot and
1: he's not a cameraman so i had to like direct him the whole time Mm -hmm. and i'm i probably am snippier than i normally would be
0: and i'm sure that the the quality you know if you're not feeling it it's not you're not putting your all into it you know right yeah i get it i totally do it's interesting how you know i'm glad that you've had such a successful relationship because it's Mm -hmm. it's hard you know especially in this business there's people who
1: I would say, honesty is the opposite of most boyfriends where he was completely laissez-faire and, like, mm-hmm. didn't even want to know anything about yeah. it or, like, not even ask what address I'm
0: at. <laughs> like That's something that... that and so uh,
1: we've, like, had to work on that to, like, make
0: him care. A little bit more, yeah. And, like, be protective. Yeah, here's my address. This is where I'm going to be in case you don't hear from me in five hours. Right. <laughs> uh, but no, we've had interesting – Since we had a male talent that we hired, and his girlfriend came with him, and she was just not happy. She was – I mean, she was not happy. Like, Uh-oh. she just didn't like the fact that there was all these girls walking around in, you know, baking bikinis. Right. Some of the girls were just walking around topless, getting mm-hmm. ready, doing makeup, and she was just like, glaring, like, mm-hmm. you know, these – see that's
1: how i might have been like if i were not in the industry Mm -hmm. like i can understand that but i also wouldn't want to invite her to the shoot
0: (laughs) date. well she insisted i didn't know she was coming oh and here's (laughs) the rate oh the funniest part of that story is like he okay so he he's a he's a good looking guy and the girl that that was going to wrestle him that was kind of what he looked like was her type I, I didn't I didn't know this I mean how the fuck are you supposed to know right. and she walks into the room oh my god I can't believe I'm telling this story but he walks into the room with his girlfriend and right. the wrestler sees him and goes rah oh god I that's
1: that's the perfect way to start oh. off and it's this like, girl's I get attitude
0: to, I get to wrestle you today mm. oh. and then I'm like trying to like hey let's change the subject and <laughs> I think something came on she like, wasn't
1: picking up on the cues no, no she was so into extra him.
0: flirty she was like oh dude Santiago do you shoot spanking because I don't let that guy spank me anytime oh know? my god and I'm turning to the girlfriend, and going like nope no spanking I promise that's <laughs> not happening we don't shoot that at least not for this clip ever <laughs> um, but jealousy is a thing you know yeah it's, I tried to date Vanilla for the longest time, and mm-hmm. it just always fell apart, you know. Right. And it wasn't until like halfway through the business, where I'm like, I'm gonna have to date someone in the industry, because mm-hmm. it's like when an actor from Hollywood dates another famous actor from Hollywood, because they know the scheduling and the pacing and the exactly. things you have to sacrifice. Right. And here, it's like jealousy has no place in this dojo, man. Like, if, no. Jesus Christ, <laughs> can you imagine? I mean, like, it, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting several projects with you on Sunday. Some of them involve me touching you, and you know, in and, and, and ways and, like, you know, grabbing legs and body parts. And right. for some women and, and you know, I guess men, if the roles were reversed, that is, you know, oh, he's touching her or she's touching him, you know. Yeah. And so you have to get past that. I'm really glad that you at least have a stable, you know. Yeah, me too. Because holy shit. <laughs> um well what do you have um i know you've been scaling back shoots but what do you have planned for the near future like what do you see yourself doing in 2023
1: uh i've been trying to figure that out even though it's two months away
0: (laughs) time is fucking
1: flying yeah i hate it um i don't know the problem that i have is not having a shoot location Mm. like if i was had a shoot location in the place i was renting that would make a whole lot of sense but having extra income to like rent places to shoot in and then making that work is just very stressful to me. Yeah. Um, so that's the biggest reason why I've scaled back. Um, unless I were getting higher paying customs. Mm-hmm. But I haven't really been, I don't know. I a big. Part of my problem is that once I get to, say, like 200 people on OnlyFans, I start getting nervous. I'm mm. like, I have to please all these yeah. people now. And, okay, for example, I always have 50 fans. No matter how much or how little I post, I have those 50 fans.
0: Yeah.
1: Or I can have 200 fans where I'm stressed out every single constantly day, trying thing. to constantly post. So it's like... I know I need to find a middle ground and find growth organically, and not have this like huge amount of people influx come in and try to keep them around when I don't post one day and like half of them fall off.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's if I didn't have my basement studio situation, I think my work flow would be different. You know? Yeah,
1: it changes it so much and especially so, having to rent
0: spaces, it would right. definitely limit.
1: And then. What you do how like finding other girls to shoot with i've found hard um i guess i've just tried to do photo shoots and Mm. even those fall through i don't know
0: models are just kind of flaky well we definitely are hoping to get you back in the new (laughs) year oh thank you um because like i said it's it's when you have a relationship like this where it works and there's no there's no like you know there's no bumps in the road. It's yeah. like it's a no-brainer. It's like yeah, let me get Misty back and let's do a couple of days of shoes and hang out. And, and like tomorrow we're going to Halloween party. Like party. It's, you know yeah, it's like we're we're actually it's like you know to me you guys are just like an extended family.
1: Yeah. Um, my kink family. But uh but yeah, so let's let's go in. And... All
0: right, quick bathroom break guys. Sorry. I was like holding it so bad. So if you're into desperation play, <laughs> that was me almost peeing myself. I had him captive. I know. <laughs> well, we are definitely looking forward to shooting uh tomorrow. Just uh so you guys can know what to keep an eye out for. We're shooting with some really well-known local girls. We have uh Anne Marie coming through. We have Monroe. we have Mia Hope, we have Faith. Uh, and then we, for all you Mix fans, we're going to have a lot of uh, stuff with me and uh, Misty on Sunday and it's going to be a lot of fun stuff because once again, I like, I love shooting Mix stuff because it's, you know, I get to get in there and, and, and have fun, but when it's someone that you trust and you know, it's so much better because you like really can you know, yeah. have fun with it. Um, especially when you know that, you know, like pain tolerance and stuff like that, it's great. Uh, so we're going to give Misty a chance to plug uh, and kind of tell you where you can find her online.
1: Okay, so the easiest place is to go to mistylovelace.com or my new website is mistylovelacevip.com which I'll have, it's just a link tree on mistylovelace.com so mm-hmm. it has a little bit of everything. Um, and then my Instagram, Twitter are misty underscore lovelace. Mm, let's see, what's else? I have Instagram? hmm yeah. We did In- the Instagram? Yeah, Instagram, Twitter's the oh, same. Oh, the same thing, okay, okay and and only uh, fans my only fans is just Misty Lovelace uh Misty Lovelace VIP I have both uh if you want to pay or not you have mm-hmm. an option uh and I also have a YouTube that with nothing on it if you want to <laughs> add me there <laughs>
0: Misty uh, Lovelace YouTube. Well, if you guys want to send her some vampire customs, she would be happy to do that for you. I would
1: you. do all kinds of customs.
0: Honestly. <laughs> well, sorry. I definitely need to work. Well, yeah, we need to work a vampire thing in because I just need to get somebody. Uh, yeah,
1: it's Halloween.
0: I need to get somebody who, who can go get like really good fangs because I'd hate the little, Wow Yeah, the little plastic ones are kind of cheesy. But, um, but yeah, so guys, find Misty. I mean, she's been at this and getting better and better by the day. Um, evolving constantly and I mean every time I work with her you always surprise me with like just new intricacies to your performance so thank you for that. Uh, We're looking forward to killing it tomorrow but for now we're going to let her say goodnight to you in a very sexy voice.
1: Happy Halloween. Good night.
0: Now I have to release this by Halloween. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 well if you're hearing this now Oops. and it's not halloween too bad um, happy
1: late halloween it yes. should be all year
0: long it should be i think we're gonna keep our decorations up yeah. man. They, they, i like everything that, that is up right now all right guys well enjoy yourselves like i said uh don't be ashamed of your kinks celebrate them and uh and celebrate the people who provide it for you and we'll see you next time bye